0: super talk mississippi media production
1: toyota brookhaven services all makes and models that could be why we were voted best service department
2: the past two years come see why exit 40 brookhaven or online at twitterbrookhaven.com
1: great service great savings at toyota brookhaven we deliver
3: howdy howdy it's rhino here and i wanted to say thank you for listening to middays with gerard gibbert here on super talk mississippi
0: The moment you've all been waiting for. Welcome to Real Talk for real Mississippians. Informed, engaging, and always brutally honest. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert.
4: Everyone, welcome to the JT show. Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard Gibbert, Rhino in the studio, kicking off a brand new week. It is indeed Monday, a sweltering Sunday yesterday. Looks like it's going
3: to be a hotter Monday for most of the Magnolia State, too. Well, we
4: shouldn't be surprised. It's that time of year,
3: it is the middle of June.
4: Yeah, the middle of June. So, Friday, of course, we were up in Greenville, Mississippi, in the Mississippi Delta. And I just wanted to shout out to the Super Talk team. What a great job everybody did to uh, get us ready to uh, have, I thought, uh, a great and successful show. And it just was a big time, a lot of fun. Appreciate you, Rhino, for taking care of business down here in the booth, and, uh, of course, Alex, Kamey, and uh, Gary, Houston, everybody. Team effort. A lot of fun. And, of course, our good friend Steve Azar, host of In a Mississippi Minute here on Super Talk. His gig, his deal. I want to tell you, folks, he not only is a fabulous musician and very accomplished at it, he's just a good guy and he's a great ambassador and representative for Mississippi. I'm proud to know him and was uh, honored to be part of it and I can tell you (laughs) everybody that we interviewed whether it's world-class Olympic gold medalist or musical other musical artists or those involved with the local community and and many of the community organizations, their eyes light up when you mention Mr. Azar's name, because he is connected to each one of them in some special way. And he's such a generous person in his own right. It was just a thrill. really was. And so I I appreciate it. Uh, Also, driving up there and back, man, the water... It has ravaged the fields of the Mississippi Delta. I'm worried about our farmers. We had, of course, Hank Burdine on the air with us the day before, I believe. And when you witness it with your own eyes, it is a sight to behold uh, in the cotton fields, the bean fields, the corn fields. So let's hope for some drying out, certainly with this heat. ought to help evaporate some of that water and maybe they can dodge some of these afternoon thunderstorms, but that are always in the, in the forecast, it seems, this time of year, but they need some, they need your prayers. Uh, they do, uh, the farmers. You know, as a, as, a, as a host and having the opportunity to interview and meet some of these, so many great people doing this, that's the part of this job that I thoroughly enjoy more than anything, I think, is just getting to meet so many people across the spectrum of our culture, Sitting in between two gold medalists simultaneously, that's pretty special. I believe there were nine at the event. Nine. At one event. Greenville, Mississippi, folks. But having Mike Arruzioni on one side and Trent Demas, who won the gold, I think, nineteen ninety-two Barcelona. Gymnast. And they're just good people. They're just great to interview. They're not only world-class athletes, obviously, and champions and in that, in their day, the best at their craft. They're just good people. That's why they're there. They travel to Greenville, Mississippi for a good cause. And it is an honor to host them in our state, and an even bigger honor to have them on our show. That was just so cool, i got to tell you. And so one of the things, uh, Mike Ruzioni, for those of you that aren't familiar, God forbid, Mike was the captain of the 1980 Olympic gold medal winning hockey team, beat a professional Russian team, In the 1980 Winter Olympics, honestly, at a time when we were looking for something good about our country, I remember it vividly, because I was sitting in my teeny tiny little college apartment, and with three of my roommates gathered around the little bitty TV watching the uh, the game, and Aruzioni, of course. I believe scored the winning goal, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and uh, nonetheless, he was the captain, and he's known for that. And he he's kind of been the face of the team since. I believe there's a book as well that uh, dialogues the in in uh, yeah, the making of a miracle, making of a miracle. Yeah, uh, even a movie, I believe, right?
3: Yeah, Miracle, starring. Uh... I'm going blank on his
4: name now. I just I just had it on the tip of my tongue. Played a Russioni. Playing the coach. The coach. The coach. That's right. It was because the coach really never he never gave it much thought. He he just, you know, go out and play, and they did, and they won anyhow. And he's and he's so they're it's so humble. That seems right. Yeah. Kurt Russell, yeah. That seems right. Yep, you got it. That's um, Herb Brooks. Exactly. Uh, it's, they're so humble about it too, these guys. That's what makes them such special champions. But one of the things that said, <laughs> he said, um, I'm just glad to meet somebody <laughs> that was born and around <laughs> when that happened. It's hard to believe it's been 41 years. But those around during that time, remember it, it just it seems like we were so downtrodden as a nation, Jimmy Carter the president, the uh, Iran hostage situation, really what gave rise to news with ABC's Nightline, news outside of that 30 minutes a day you got, on the, certainly from the national news. You got 30 minutes of local and 30 minutes of national, and that was it. No Internet, no round-the-clock cable news. And so it was Nightline. People were starving for more information. Ted Koppel. And every night, I recall vividly, he would sign off with the, with the number of days that uh, the Iran hostage crisis had been enduring. That was his customary sign-off of the show. But we were starving for something good. And, it, and gosh, how I yearned for those days where we just all sort of came together over a hockey team, over a hockey victory, over the big monster at the time, Russia. And this is a a time when we were clearly concerned about Russia's armament buildup, nuclear buildup. We, of course, had become weakened on the global stage with Jimmy Carter and Iran taking Americans into hostage. Who would have thought the Ayatollah Really converting the country from what looked more like a Western democracy prior to that.
3: Uh, and and, you look at pictures of Iran in the early 70s, and it looks like pictures from America in the early 70s. Yeah. Muscle cars, mini skirts, bob haircuts, all kind of crazy stuff.
4: Yeah, that they, changed. They went in a hurry. I mean, it, you know, you talk about separation of church and state that was full integration of church the church was the state essentially but nonetheless it was such a a thrill to interview not just just mike but dan jansen olympic speed skater i asked him how fast he goes on the ice 40 miles per hour i can't even comprehend that and of course trent demas the the uh the gymnast and So Steve does a great job of twisting the arms of all his celebrity friends and and athletes. Gosh, did you see the photo? Did did you happen to see of uh, Corey Miller, NFL linebacker? My gosh. He looked like he could play today. I understand why running backs eluded him to the best that they could. He was just, man, just built. And uh, such a thrill to talk to. All these folks were so articulate, so good at that. So I know I'm, I'm sort of going on and on about it because I, I just thought it was a really cool thing for our state, for our show, for the Delta and Greenville, and for our good friend Steve Azar. Just wanted to give props where props are due and, of course, the great Super Talk family for making this show a success. We'll come back after this break. Coming up later on the show, we've got, uh, actually, after the break, we've got Brian Haydad, co-host of Sports Talk Mississippi. A little baseball was played over the weekend, a little bit more tonight. We'll discuss the details. Dane Maxwell. He's public service commissioner for the South District. He'll join us at 11.05. Of course, Mississippi Outdoors Radio is back at 12. And we got a lot more stuff to talk about. This critical race theory is out of control. Stay with us. The JT Show continues.
5: RJ's Outboard Sales and Service is your central Mississippi boating headquarters. RJ's offers top of the line brands like Skeeter, War Eagle, G3, Express, and Bennington pontoon boats. All powered by Yamaha Outboards. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road in Brandon.
6: The dealership
7: that's service built. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you could tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and yeah, there will be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, table and desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts and doors, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at www.venableglass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services 601-605-4443
0: Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard to find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, men manufacturing and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers
8: and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton,
9: and Oxford.
13: Richard Cross, be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State, every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. I'm back.
14: I told you
0: I was coming back. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi.
4: Welcome back, everyone, to JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Uh, joining us now, Brian Haydad, co host of Sports Talk Mississippi. Morning, Brian. Brian, you there? Doesn't look like he can hear us. Can't hear us? Got gotcha. you. Want him to call in Rhino, maybe. All right. We're gonna see what happens. Waiting for Brino. Moe says, by the way, the 24-hour news cycle started with CNN when it was called the Bombs on Baghdad Channel. <laughs> Amanda from Pike County says, I was at the Auburn Lane Dinner Theater in Baton Rouge. Is that right? Baton Rouge, Amanda? Celebrating my 15th birthday, they came out at intermission and announced we had won Go USA, referring to the 1980 hockey game when the U.S. defeated the, the U.S. Olympic team, defeated the Russian professionals. Yeah, that was incredible. What do you say there, Thomas and Greenwood? Did you... Pay Metallica for that intro? <laughs> nah. We also got notification that 100.9 maybe off the air. This is from Trey and Vaden. We're checking on that. Trey, not sure. Hadn't heard anything about that. And Josh and Clinton reminded us. Yeah, it was Kirk Russell who played the the coach of the hockey team. We got Brian on the line now. Hey, Brian.
15: Is that really the picture we're going to go with? My goodness. All right. We'll do it. we'll go with that.
4: What What are you looking at there? Who's that in the corner?
15: I have no idea.
4: <laughs> okay. Well, we're going with that then. I have no idea. That's what it is. All right. Quite the weekend of baseball. Uh first, how about those crowds at Mississippi State?
15: Yeah, huge crowds. Uh now the first and second uh top rated crowds in, uh, in NCAA history, now, breaking Mississippi State's previous record, uh fourteen three and some change on Saturday. So that's a that's a big crowd. I and I knew there were a lot of people in there watching the game Saturday, but I didn't realize it was it was quite that many. But they it was definitely as packed as I've seen it in the new stadium.
4: Incredible. Uh and and of course watching it on television you could certainly tell that uh it was packed. And there was uh, a little bit to celebrate, but then not so much. So, what do you think tonight?
15: Uh, it's going to be another a good baseball game, I think. You know, Mississippi State has got to bounce back. They did not play well at all on uh, on Sunday evening against Notre Dame. Notre Dame was just in complete control of that game. And when you go back to Saturday and you look at you know Notre Dame having four errors, it feels like they sort of gave the game away a little bit. So, Mississippi State has got a lot of work to do if they want to advance to the College World Series. They 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 have got a big hill to overcome. The Notre Dame team is very good. Uh, they're playing with a chip on their shoulder, and they, they, they're, they're, they're ready to win. They've got the momentum.
4: What's the pitching matchup look like?
15: They haven't announced for Mississippi State yet. I expect it to be Houston Harding, the, uh, the left-hander, but Mississippi State could go with a right-hander. There's a lot of buzz that State might follow the same path that Arkansas and Ole Miss did yesterday and maybe throw their closer, throw Landon Sims, but I, I don't see Chris Alonis doing that. Um, oh, I'm sorry, Notre Dame is going to throw Will Mercer, who's also a, a left-hander, uh, sort of similar to the guy they saw last night, Tyrell. Not an overpowering pitcher, but can locate and throw strikes. Uh, it could be an interesting matchup for
4: the Bulldogs. Very, very crafty. Indeed. What, you uh, should
15: know where I am in that
4: picture, Gerard. I got you there, baby. I see you. You're on the you know, square. You know where I am there. I do, on the corner <laughs> of the square. You would be yeah. like facing Nielsen's, the old Nielsen's. Uh, I was,
15: yeah. yeah. I was up there for a remote one day and took a picture.
4: How about so. that? Very cool. Well, uh, yeah, so... Who who was it that started for state? I believe Saturday that uh, seemed to go deep in the count to every hitter. It
15: was Will Bednar, and yeah, he definitely labored on on Saturday. Uh, just just could, didn't have his best stuff for whatever reason. Had some trouble locating, uh, but did enough, you know, and, and kept, yeah. kept Notre Dame, you know, at bay. There there were a lot of opportunities for Notre Dame to push that lead out, and Bednar was able to, for the most part to keep them in check. And they never got the the big inning that that allowed state to get in, in the comeback mode uh, late in the game. Didn't have the same luck last night with McLeod, where in, in the fourth inning they gave up a three run home run that it pushed it from two one to six one yeah. in that inning with another run on top of that. So that's going to be the key for Mississippi State because Notre Dame's going to get guys on base. You know how do you manage that and can you get out of those jams? Uh,
4: they're better than I think uh, those of us in this part of the country would have imagined. Do you think?
15: Yeah, I think that you you could definitely say some people underestimated them. You know, there was a lot of talk about them a couple of weeks ago being one of the national seeds, and, and that, that's what they're using as motivation. They feel like the this, this Super Regional should have been played in South Bend, that they should have been one of the teams that got to host all the way through. They, you know, they 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 definitely played angry a week ago in their Regional, and they brought that, that attitude down here. So, you know, it's, it's going to be on Mississippi State. I don't think the players from Mississippi State, and I don't think Chris Lamonis overestimated that yeah. team, or underestimated that team. But I, I definitely think within the fan base and maybe some in the media even yeah. uh, sort of looked over this this Fighting Irish team.
4: Well, it feels a little Stony Brook versus LSU ish, does it not?
15: Ooh, there, 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 there's something to that, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Stony Brook, not not Notre Dame's a good team. They've been ranked in the top ten all year. Sure. It wouldn't be a, a massive upset if they if they won this. But there is definitely a, a little chip on the shoulder that, and that's made it it's made it an interesting series. You know. Saturday's game was a, a really, really good college baseball game. You had a lot of drama in it. Last night not so much. You know, Notre Dame just controlled the game from basically from the bottom of the first on, but it set up for, for a you know a great atmosphere and a, a great uh finale to this series tonight.
4: Yeah. All right. And then uh the Rebels. Man, that was uh that just rips your heart out. That baseball's like yeah. that though, is it not? It's just it's well, so, it's a gut wrenching, heartbreaking game. It's so unlike football or even basketball, where just just with with physical prowess and, and physical superiority, you can just dominate. Baseball ain't like yeah. that.
15: No, not at all. And that series sort of played out the way that I thought it was. I knew that Ole Miss would win the game, the Nikhazy pitch. I, I just knew that. Yeah. It was going to be a question of could they get one of the other games. And and they, and they couldn't. And Arizona, one of the best hitting teams in the country. And they know how to play that big park that they play in. Sure I mean, they, they understand that. The hitting angles and where they need to drop the ball, and they've got some pop in that lineup. Some of the home runs I saw hit from both teams in that game, in that series, or some of the biggest home, some of the longest home runs I've seen in college baseball the past couple of years, some 450 foot shots. So, yeah, Arizona's a good team. There's no shame in that. And now we'll, you know, we'll play the waiting game with Mike Bianco and see what happens down there in Baton Rouge if, if he's going to make that move or if he'll stay in Oxford.
4: Yeah, and, and certainly not trying to take away from uh, the the big home runs but as as you know when it's 105 degrees outside and you've got the density altitude that you have up there the ball does travel a long way thus the big park
15: yeah you yeah, know that's that's that, that, that's the you know it's sort of a, a mix like you would think okay the ball's going to travel for sure but it's 410 in the power alleys there you think the heart the park would hold some of those but it, it really isn't the case that that the ball does seem to fly out of there uh pretty well and yeah. you know Ole Miss is a good hitting team but but Arizona was just so, which is better this weekend
4: yeah i mean the arizona 1 through 9 they all swing it they swing it well and uh and they they play the game correctly from an offensive perspective as you say they know how to leverage the part. and it just seems like they were they were always on the mark with the hit where it needed to be to produce runs uh you hats off to them.
15: Yeah, they, they they played a good series and they attacked Ole Miss. Like I said, Saturday was never really in doubt when Mackenzie was on the mound. I knew Ole Miss was going to win the game. Special. What a great career he had, Man. Uh, in Oxford. You know, as, as a Mississippi State person, I'm, I'm glad to see the back of him <laughs> head on onto the pros and, and and make your money there, Doug. And but, hats yeah, off to so.
4: the the fans who uh, showed their... Uh, their appreciation for Elko as he left the game. I'm sure you saw that getting hugged by some of the fans. I mean, he, yeah. uh, you know, as Coach Bianco says, he's legendary. But you're right. We we now play the waiting game to see what happens. All right. So how about NC State, Arkansas? Who to thump?
15: Gerard, we could have you could have got me to bet my house, my cars, whatever you wanted to put on the line that Arkansas was going to win that. That's one of the most surprising results. Uh, of of of, college, of sports in the past couple of years, it was incredible. So, yeah, I mean, Arkansas wins that game on Friday, 21 to two. You think? I mean, even even the most diehard NC State fan has to be thinking, okay, this is over. And instead, they find a way to win and then to beat Kevin Copps, you know, who had been the SEC pitcher of the year, to beat him on Sunday like that. Just it's an incredible, incredible story, and we'll see how far that can go for him.
4: Yeah, just a little bit left, uh, about a minute or so. Yeah, uh, how about tonight? What you think, State?
15: I, I don't feel good about Mississippi State's chances. I just feel like Notre Dame has all the momentum right now. Um, mm. State State needs to come out early. They need to come out swinging. You know, I thought they were going to do that last night. They started out with a one nothing lead. Yeah, they need to get some runs in the first inning and, and get a, get a lead. So that they can turn the game over to Landon Sims at some point. If Sims can come in with a lead, State will win. Yeah. But if if, if if they can't get an early lead on Notre Dame, it could be a long I,
4: night. I totally agree. P- playing catch up is going to be hard. Brian, thanks for joining us today. Appreciate uh, the insight, and we'll talk to you soon.
15: Anytime, Gerard. Thanks, man.
4: We shall return after this. We got a tape we're going to play that's got Greta Thurnberg. I'm going to let Bri- Rhino say it when we come back.
17: This is Anitra over at MacBee's. I'm the kitchen manager there. Come enjoy Blue Plates for under $10. Monday through Friday from 11 to 2. Monday, we have meatloaf or chicken spaghetti. Tuesday, we have beef tips or chicken breast. Wednesday, we have fried pork chops or pot roast. Thursday, we have spaghetti or chicken fried steak. Friday, we have fried catfish or pulled pork or chicken with mushrooms spring sauce, And every day, hamburger steak or chicken sweets.
10: McBee's on Lake Harbor. You can dine in, take out, or have them cater. And the perfect spot for any size party, too. Fillmore Buick GMC, you drive everything we do.
18: I'm Andy Davis and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. COVID-19 variants continue to emerge, but what causes it to evolve? State epidemiologist, Dr. Paul Byers explains. It's modifying all the time.
2: But one of the things that really leads to and enhances those changes is when you have a lot of people who are getting infected. That gives a lot more opportunity for that virus to propagate and mutate and change and become and emerge as a variant strain that has those qualities that can make it more infectious, lead to a more severe infection.
18: Six variant strains have been identified in Mississippi. And Darius Irving, one of two suspects involved in the shooting death of Ocean Springs resident Kyle Craig, is back in custody. He had been transported to a hospital Saturday morning, complaining of breathing problems, and escaped around 10 a.m. His family brought him back to the Holmes County Jail Sunday morning. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis.
6: The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to
19: dial 911 at the onset of symptoms of a heart attack or stroke. The moment paramedics arrive, life-saving care begins. It's important to remember the first thing paramedics do is to take the time to stabilize the patient. Vital information is relayed to the appropriate hospital so that heart attack or stroke teams
6: will be ready when the patient arrives. Every second counts. Dial 911. Don't drive. Let them come to you.
20: The switches are thrown. The signals are given.
0: This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk, Mississippi.
4: Welcome back, everyone. to JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. We're receiving some reports. We got some stations maybe offline.
3: Yeah, I passed it on.
4: All right. But, uh, of course, you can always pick us up on the app. And then there's uh, the the various video sources and tools that you can watch us on. But uh, the app works great. You can also put it in sleep mode. In other words, you can listen... To the program on the SuperTalk app, whilst you are doing other things on your mobile device, or of course, if you're connected to the web on a full-size system, you can get us on the internet on our website. So, I got we got to play this for you. This is please pronounce the name uh, Rhino. Greta Thunberg. (laughs) Everybody knows who she is by now. Hopefully. She, of course, a teenage climate activist who is just always enraged, always mean and barking at people. <laughs> but this is uh, this is a little tape of say it,
3: Greta Thunberg.
4: <laughs> She's going off on her rant. I, I'm not sure where it was, but it was obviously a group of world leaders.
3: Oh yeah, this is her infamous rant at the UN. Okay.
4: But following that is a response and an analysis that aired live. This is a TV news anchor in Australia. Take a listen.
18: People are dying. Entire ecosystems are collapsing. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction, and all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you?
21: <laughs> to all the school kids going on strike for climate change, you're the first generation who've required air conditioning in every classroom. You want TV in every room, and your classes are all computerized. You spend all day and night on electronic devices. More than ever, you don't walk or ride bikes to school, but you arrive in caravans of private cars that choke suburban roads and worsen rush hour traffic. You're the biggest consumers of manufactured goods ever and update perfectly good, expensive luxury items to stay trendy. Your entertainment comes from electric devices. Furthermore, the people driving your protests are the same people who insist on... Inflating the population growth Through immigration Which increases the need for energy Manufacturing and transport The more people we have The more forest and bushland we clear The more of the environment that's destroyed How about this Tell your teachers to switch off the aircon Walk or ride to school Switch off your devices and read a book Make a sandwich Instead of buying manufactured fast food No, none of this will happen Because, the piece says You're selfish selfish Badly educated, virtue-signaling little turds inspired by the adults around you who crave a feeling of having a noble cause while they indulge themselves in Western luxury and unprecedented quality of life. Wake up, grow up, and shut up.
4: (laughs) You little turds. (laughs) I could just watch it over and over, especially after... That that scowl that that how state. dare you? <laughs> I should be back in school, then go <laughs> across the ocean. Oh my gosh, <laughs> this guy—he just—that was a perfect response. It's so true. This is all about. Yeah, if you
3: about want some refreshing news, it, it it's not always going to be nice news. It's not always going to be good news. But if you want just news. And it may not even be localized. You may be learning about something halfway around the world, but just straight news. Listen to the Aussies. They're, it's yeah. available online, and they cover world events. So if you want to get your world events from news, listen to the Aussies. They just shoot it straight.
4: No question. And that guy does. I mean, it's just I've had it with this garbage. You're little selfish. Poorly educated virtue signaling turds. <laughs> I just watch it over and over. It's just so good. <laughs> Grow up, wake up, and shut up. <laughs> it's so. But where he really is spot on, and I, you've described it, Rhino, as dopamine—a <laughs> dopamine addiction, I, exactly. And to me, it's it's people. Who are trying to be relevant? They're they're trying to be relevant. They're they're seeking attention, and they've decided that this virtue signaling and this uh, just latching on to some goofy left wing cause. Because if you think about it, the left is just it, it is immersed in causes. Usually, it's group causes, right? Whereas we on the right, we have more respect and place more value on individuality and individual expression. And, and when we venture away from that, when we depart from that, I'm calling them out. If They get too groupy, honestly. Uh, but, it's, but it's all about – and it's constantly finger-pointing, poking eyes, castigating others uh, with hostility – like Greta does there, and it's I'm better than you. How dare you? And all that sort of stuff. And it's it's and it's gaslighting and projection. But this guy just says you're wrong. I mean, it's it's crazy. You're you're driving to school in your <laughs> in your late model vehicles and telling the rest of us that. Uh, We're just environmental criminals. It's so wrong. It's so double standard. It's so hypocritical. I'm sick of it, honestly. And because so, so many on the right are so afraid and so fearful of the woke mob, and Greta, she's a leader. Let's face it. She's a member of the woke mob. She's the environmental mob. And it's all... It's intersectionalized, right? It's all integrated. It's it's racism. It's climate. It's gender. We're just we're inundated with all that.
3: How many boxes can you check on the checklist for oppression?
4: Uh, yeah. And so these are people. If you know anything about Maslow's famous hierarchy of needs and and uh, the 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 uh, categorization. Uh, those across the spectrum of humanity, the pinnacle of that, that pyramid, the top of that pyramid, is what's called self-actualization. Well, I would submit that's more consistent with conservative philosophy and values. And when, when you're trying to get there, but you just can't, you have to go grab a group and associate and become part of a cause, and that's what's happening here. And that's who he's calling out. You're being inspired by adults, <laughs> as he said, who crave a cause. It's so right, That is it's so spot on. It's all about a cause to make me feel relevant, make me feel like I'm accomplishing something. Because it's like you can't do anything else. Just get your butt to work and go do something. What's wrong with that as a cause? It ain't good enough. Yeah, to go join some goofy group and pick something out. In this case, it's climate. How
3: are well, you going to keep up with the Kardashians working eight to five? <laughs> oh gosh,
4: it's just gosh. We spent. Aren't they finally
3: so, canceling that? Is that finally getting off the air?
4: I think it is. I think it's out. Had a here.
3: decade or so of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Please, no, no I, more.
4: I think that's right. So it just seems like all all of this this change, this cancel, this political correctness, I I just don't see how that's moving the needle as far as solving any problems. And what I mean by solving problems, how does that improve the quality of life? It's like this goofy New Jersey school district. You've seen that? They've changed the calendar, and they've essentially just wiped off any references to the traditional names of holidays on their school calendar, such as Thanksgiving and Christmas, as an example. It's day off number one, day off number two. What's that for? What problem is that solving? Well, this is just nuts. So they're being called out for it, but it's it's still totally ridiculous in my view. Man, oh, man. Also, Jeff Bezos seems to be going to space, and he got a rider going along with him. We're going to talk about that when we come back. And don't forget, after news at the top of the hour, we've got Dane Maxwell, Commissioner of the Mississippi Public Service Commission. He'll join us. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
6: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a slight chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 93. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 72. Your Tuesday, sunny skies, high near 93. Tuesday evening, mostly clear, low around 69. Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 91. And for your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 90 degrees. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at R.J.'s Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. R.J.'s Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Shark Tank's real estate tycoon, Barbara Corcoran, only recommends
19: Lee Garland in the Jackson area. Lee Garland is the number one real estate team in all of Mississippi, as published by the Wall Street Journal, directly responsible for helping over 9,000 families reach their real estate goals. That's over $1.25 billion in real estate. And those hard-to-sell listings? They just make the elite team even more motivated. Success stories like Stan and Northeast Jackson. Lee puts superior marketing strategy into Gear. Guided Stan with advice on preparing his home for market and is sold within 48 hours for the asking price. And in those cases where real life happens, Lee will let you out of your contract at any time or will give you an instant cash offer. No showings, repairs, or hassles. I wouldn't recommend Lee Garland without personal experience and a long list of outstanding, satisfied clients. Call Lee Garland Group today, EXP Realty at 601 983 1130. Visit leewillbuyit.com and start paying.
14: This is the opening agro market report. At the opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was down 193 to 85.99. March cotton was down 207 to 85.66. At the open of the Chicago Board of Trade, July soybeans were down 27 cents to 14.81 and a half per bushel. August soybeans were down 33 cents to 14.49 and a half per bushel. July corn was Down 17 and three quarters to six sixty-six and three quarters per bushel. September corn was down 22 and three quarters to 607 per bushel. At the mercantile, August live cattle was up 95 to 120.97. October live cattle was up 60 to 126.37. August feeders up 217 to 153.35. September feeders up 207 to 155.60. And at this hour, Dow Jones is down 127 points, 34,353. I'm Dixon Williams, and it's the Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network.
8: Get five-star tools for your five-star dad with battery power made by steel. From mowers and blowers to trimmers and more, with the AK Homeowner Series starting at $199.99, dad can get the work done quickly and make more time for what really matters. Shop online at steelusa.com slash gift guide. Pick up at over 10,000 local steel dealers. All prices MSRP includes battery and charger available participating dealers. Dad doesn't quit until the job is done. So get him gas-powered tools from Steel that can keep up with him. From chainsaws and trimmers to blowers and more, Steel has the tools Dad needs. With legendary steel gas-powered equipment starting at $139.99. Shop online at steelusa.com/slash gift guide. Pick up at over 10,000 local steel dealers. All prices MSRP available. Participating dealers.
22: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson.
0: You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Now, now on to the real part. Mike on Super Talk Mississippi.
4: Everyone, the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. It is a Monday, kicking off a brand new week. All right, so a couple of things, Rhino. uh, I talked about the new version of the app, which does allow listening to the show while you're performing other tasks on your mobile device. That's known as the sleep mode. I think you just need to download the new version if you don't have automatic update enabled on your mobile device. You just need the new, the latest version, folks. And that, uh, I don't think there's any settings you have to
3: – No, if, as long as matter. you update the app. Uh, depending on <clears throat> your phone, there have been some issues with some models of phones where you need to delete the app and then reinstall it. But that's been few and far between. Okay. So but, if, you, if you do run into any issues, just delete it and reinstall
4: it, and it should fix it. Yeah. Supertalks, the name, is how you yeah. find it on your various uh, stores that you download applications from apps. So Amanda from Pike County says, Greta's new name, Little Turd. <laughs> so Rhino informs that he has shared right, a link to that video. On the JT Facebook site, the JT Show. Facebook oh, yeah, let's side. go to
3: Facebook and search the JT Show, and it'll pop up, and you can see it there.
4: I, I Like I said, I, I have to admit, maybe it's a little bit of perverse pleasure I take from it. But it's just set up so perfectly because of her rage, her feigned rage. That's, it's so obvious it's feigned rage. I should be back at school. <laughs> this is all rogue. What does she say? Your promises of economic something or another. I don't know. Just <laughs> It is just incredible. The Listen Live has been working on the site for months now of someone having issues with the app. Yeah, you can
3: use your smartphone to go to supertalk.fm and, and listen on that, and it works, too. Okay, yep, got it. Several ways you can listen.
4: Yep, awesome.
3: If you're near your Amazon Alexa, you can set up the Supertalk Mississippi skill and listen on, old, on Amazon.
4: Any time yeah. of day or night. Yeah, there you go. Appreciate that, though.
3: In fact, if you'll hold whatever you're listening to up to your Alexa, I'll do it for you real quick. I'll give you a second to get there. All right, you ready? Alexa, enable the Super Talk Mississippi skill. See, there you go. It's done. Very cool. Now you just got to say, "Alexa, listen to Super Talk."
4: Mo says the app works great with my Bluetooth headphones. When I'm cutting grass or checking the cows, appreciate you listening in there. So, uh, Mo, so this this school district, in New Jersey, the school board just unilaterally, sort of randomly, showed up one day and just decided they were going to remove holiday names off the school calendar. All right, so Thanksgiving, Memorial Day, even Jewish holidays were re- were expunged. They weren't renamed. Well, I guess they were renamed to Day Off. Now, there's a a pretty sizable Jewish population and Italian population in New Jersey. And the Italians are raising hell because they got rid of Columbus Day. That's that's been on the top of the left's list. How could they possibly defend the colonialist Columbus? So ridiculous. So, Here's what Doreen Roche told the local Fox affiliate as to why the board elected to remove holidays from the calendar. She said, and I'm quoting, if we don't have anything on the calendar, we don't have to have anyone with hurt feelings or anything like that. So names of holidays hurt your feelings. You're sick. You need help. If you see Thanksgiving on a calendar, and that hurts your feelings, or Yom Kippur on a calendar, and that hurts your feelings, you are one sick puppy. You need help. And you leftists that are driving this crap, you're making them sicker. You're validating it. You're condoning it. You make me sick. I'm sick now. Unbelievable. So, 125 parents from the district attended a meeting last Thursday opposing it. Many Italians in this area really spoke up about Columbus Day. And that was unanimous. The board approved unanimous to extinguish Columbus Day from the calendar. Columbus Day. That hurts people. I'm going to say it, and I'm going to keep saying it. This is what makes America great. Follow me closely. You have the right to offend people. You do not have the right to not be offended. If your little feelings are hurt, that is not a right for you not to be hurt. By words. We're just talking about words. We're not talking about physical harm. It's a totally different story. We're talking about a calendar. Come on. You need help. We're turning this country into a bunch of wussies. And China's laughing their butt off at us. Russia too. We'll step aside right here. We've got Fox News and Super Talk News coming your way and then Dane Maxwell, Commissioner of the Mississippi Public Service Commission in the South. He's going to join us in the studio. Stay with us.
13: i'm chris foster president biden and other world leaders have been meeting for longer than expected at the nato summit in brussels belgium there's a lot to talk about
21: on the agenda today will be the withdrawal of troops from afghanistan it's no secret that other nato members wanted to leave a presence there they're also going to be discussing an ever increasingly aggressive russia and COVID still very much on the agenda both the recovery and its origins fox's
13: benjamin hall A woman is killed during protests over a fatal police shooting in Minneapolis.
6: Witnesses say a person behind the wheel of a Jeep Cherokee was driving at a high rate of speed and struck a parked car that hit people, killing one woman and injuring others before the crowd pulled the driver out and attacked him. Police say the driver's motive isn't known, but that the preliminary investigation indicates that the use of drugs or alcohol may be a contributing factor.
13: Fox's Jeff Manasso, America's listening to Fox News.
18: Guys, if you've found the keeper in your life, whether you've just started dating
19: or you've been married for decades, we've built an entire store just for you. Juniker Jewelry Company, we are Mississippi's direct diamond importer. I'm John Ravenstein
10: I'm Rachel and I'm Corey Ravenstein with 10 times the diamonds gauge rings and wedding bands you'll find in average jewelry stores
18: all at the guaranteed best price in the state we
19: have the perfect diamond to express the will of your heart no other jeweler in the state has more fine diamonds of every size shape in price range than junikers so whether you're looking for your first engagement ring or that second diamond you've always wanted to give her but now can afford if you found the love of your life come to juniker jewelry company because she's a keeper come experience the most trusted name in jewelry for over 75 years now juniker jewelry company mississippi's direct diamond importer 1485 highland colony parkway just south of 463 in madison and juniker jewelry com.
18: I'm Kelly Bennett and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The CDC is investigating reports of heart inflammation in younger people that receive COVID vaccines. State epidemiologist Dr. Paul Byers. It's,
2: it's been mild in these in these younger age groups of, of older teens and younger adults. Certainly that's one of the things that we're watching in Mississippi. It's potentially mostly been seen after the um, mRNA vaccines, after the second dose of those vaccines, the Pfizer and the Moderna.
18: More than 80% of those who've been identified with this condition have completely recovered. Find a cool spot today. Some portions of the state will see the heat index reading of up to 110 degrees. And a tropical depression could form later on this week. The National Hurricane Center is monitoring an area of broad low pressure over the Bay of Campeche. Gradual development is possible over the next couple of days. I'm Kelly Bennett.
1: This is for those who always show they care, who told their kids everyone 12 and older is eligible for a COVID vaccine. Those who explain to their cousins that vaccines prevent nearly 100% of hospitalizations and deaths from COVID-19. This is for the ones protecting those they love. Thank you.
12: We can do this. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.
10: This is Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. We supply businesses with well-qualified and skilled workers who are ready and willing to work. When you hire a job seeker with a disability, we offer no-cost job training customized for your company's needs. Our business specialists can provide training and information on tax incentives and workplace accommodations. For more information, visit us at mdrs.ms.gov. Partner with us and provide opportunities for Mississippians with disabilities.
18: Lieutenant Governor and House Speaker are on record in support of the elimination of the state income tax. Governor Tate Reeves says now they're talking about how they're going to get it
23: done. I would argue uh, in a fiscal year in which we're almost a billion dollars over revenue projections, uh, the best place to start is to start taking some of that one billion dollars
18: and sending it back to the people. He expects lawmakers to hold hearings on the issue soon. Mississippi's tourism industry took a hit during the pandemic, but Craig Ray, director of Visit Mississippi, says it's rebounding.
19: We were ranked in the United States number one on the recovery. In the numbers, not as bad as everybody else. We
7: were still down. But we were only down, I think, 17% for the year during COVID, where others were like 30, 40, 50,
18: 60%. Visitor numbers are increasing, and they're seeing a lot of in-state travel as well. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett.
14: Hello, I'm Will Noble from Moyd, Mississippi. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer. And being selected as Mississippi's Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy, and they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com.
1: Join MEC members and state leaders at the 71st MEC Annual Meeting on Wednesday, June 16th at the Jackson Convention Complex. This in-person event will bring MEC members from across Mississippi together again to share in networking, an engaging morning session, and an exciting luncheon. Participants will hear from Governor Tate Reeves and other leaders discussing important topics affecting Mississippi businesses and citizens. Register today at MEC.MS.
19: To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi
0: 97.3. Who are you? Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Okay, let's begin. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert.
4: Welcome back everyone The J.T. Show, Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard and Rhino guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder and fine music, of course. Joining us now in the studio, our good friend, the commissioner of the Mississippi Public Service Commission
24: for the South District, Dane Maxwell. Morning, Dane. Hey, good morning. Thanks for uh, letting me join you today. It's always good to be in the studio with you. I'm glad you were able to make it in the
4: studio. I'm traveling uh, out of your district, uh, shall we say, a little bit, and glad that worked out for you to come in today.
24: Yeah, we we had some work to do in Jackson, and then we're going to move over to look at the damaged areas from the storms that that came through. So it's busy next couple of days in the, in the district, in the Southern District.
4: Yeah, well, I know you're busy with uh, this recent announcement we saw of state the state's first wind
24: turbine man how great is that it 's awesome yeah and it's uh, it 's such a big facility and a lot of jobs coming in with that and uh, you know you 're talking about uh, a solar farm uh, it 's typically not something you 'd see in Mississippi right because right? we haven 't had that before, but the fact is is they figured out a way to uh, to capture that wind by elevating it slightly and uh, and now we 've got one of the largest ones and uh, here in mississippi it, it, that will uh That'll, uh, uh, the power about 70,000 homes that wind farm. It's on 1,300 acres in Tunica. Had a great, great visit up there with the local folks. And you're talking about 100 jobs just got created. Wow. Yeah, it's a great thing.
4: And so is uh, there is there a private sector company that is that's, is doing this?
24: Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. You know, this the, the beauty is, is it's private funds that built this and not public funds. Right. And uh, so that's another exciting thing uh, about this. When people that's outside of Mississippi see what we have to offer here in Mississippi, it's great to see uh, them come in and partner with us and get something like this done.
4: And so you wouldn't think that mississippi would be a candidate for wind generation wind energy what uh, what gives is it well, just
24: advances in technology that advances are making- in technology that's why we have to keep investing in renewable energy because it, I don't think you'll ever see it in my lifetime that it'll replace uh you know combustible engines and all that. L- let's be real. We're going to have oil and gas and and uh, those kind of uh, uh things going on that we've always had, but we can but we have to start investing in that technology. And this is just one great example as to why we need to do that because you couldn't build a wind farm here 5 years ago. That's right. And then since then they've worked on it and found out where the wind actually will work, and they just elevated it up. Yeah. Well, I
4: think that's. I think there's really errors made on on both sides of this this clean energy argument. One, it's it's preposterous to think that you could just immediately transition away from traditional fossil fuels and traditional energy sources and just flip a switch and, and and migrate over to renewable sources. That's not true. On the other hand, it's also not true that there aren't tremendous advances being made in, in technology and in innovation with respect to renewable energy and that that is not going to be a, a huge part of our energy production. Of of course it is. And it makes sense to do so. And so not only are we seeing innovation and technology improve, we're seeing that drive the cost of it down, which is another big knock on it as well. And the same is true with electric vehicles. A lot of people say, well, you still got to draw electricity produced by fossil fuels to power those vehicles. And I think that loses sight of the fact that there's so much going on and I know this is out of out of your zone but it is interconnected to energy. Sure. So much going on with respect to battery technology and and um and ways to charge those batteries as well. These are technical problems that smart humans solve. It just takes a little time. So it seems to me like a strategy where we they coexist and we and we figure out where it makes sense to have fossil and where it makes sense to have renewable makes uh, the, is the best strategy. But it just seems like from the left now you got to cut it out by this day. We got to do that, yeah.
24: and we don't have really a replacement. Right, so. that's right. Yeah, and and you know one of the things that we're doing on battery technology is we signed off uh, earlier or late last year on two uh, solar farms, $80, uh, $80 million dollar uh, solar farms, and they're all using batteries, and that's how they. Uh, store a lot of that um, energy yeah. and you know you're right the the flipping a switch or putting a date on it is just preposterous to think that this is all going to turn around the reality is is uh, I don't think in my lifetime I'm 57 years old that I'll ever see it but uh, at some point then we'll do it you know if, if, if you want clean energy the best thing to do is like uh, is like many people have told us is invest in nuclear yeah that's the thing and it scares people but to rea- get the attention it should You know it's uh you know, people tell me all the time, well, we can't do. Look at Three Mile Island. Well, Three Mile Island had safety mechanisms that put it that were put in place that, that that stopped everything from us. Well, look at Chernobyl. Really, I mean, you can't compare their safety standards to ours. Right. But nowadays, with technology on uh nuclear, you can put in small reactors. A small reactor uh, will, uh, will will generate the city of of Jackson. It, it, you could generate it right out of a small. Condensed reactor right now and put one outside of Jackson, and it it would uh it would power the whole city. And when we're talking small,
4: how big? I mean, I know I've read about this. To tell our listeners how 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 big? What is the
24: size of a small reactor? Um, probably a, you know maybe forty by eighty. You know, Tiny. like a like a like a small shop. Yeah. You, you know, uh, I tell you too. Uh, people always say, "Well, you're talking about the waste. The waste is a problem." Look, I didn't know this until I got involved in the Public Service Commission years ago, but you could take, since the United States has been involved in nuclear, you could take a cylinder of nuclear waste and stack it end-to-end and it wouldn't cover a 100-yard football field. And and so it doesn't really generate a lot of that, but but they're worried about storing it. And I hope technology, from what I hear, is where we can uh, we can launch that into the sun at some point yeah. as we move forward. Yeah. But I just think you want to talk about clean uh, coal. I mean, clean energy. Your your nuclear is a way to go.
4: Yeah, no question. And uh, I don't know. There seems to be such a pushback from uh, I guess a lot of different factions on uh, a lot of different directions. And that's causing problems, but the President, and certainly in Washington, and the, and the Democrats being in charge, I mean, they've made climate change a central theme into every policy
24: decision, the operations of every agency. Is it going too far? Oh, absolutely! Look, you know, I was, uh, you know, I worked for President Trump, and and from uh, 2015 to uh, uh, the last election. But the reality is, is I think it's all politicized, and they went in and flipped the switch Mm -hmm. on a lot of stuff that he's done. They have gone canceling Keystone Pipeline, took away thousands and thousands of jobs, made no sense. Same way by uh, cutting uh, all all of the protection and uh, the uh, regulations that we had on the border walls and continuing to build that and allowing those people to come in. Uh, the right way you know it, it's just it, let's do everything opposite of Trump and uh, it infuriates me and I know it does uh, millions of Mississippians and folks around this country but uh, we, this is why it's so important to vote look at the local uh, municipality elections you know uh, look at Brookhaven Brookhaven uh, was red and now it's almost blue again so we got to go uh, refigure and get out and vote what what our thoughts are here in Mississippi so we got to do our part
4: yeah Absolutely. So we got the, the president on the other side of the world that's uh, dealing with all the G7 leaders, and as you know, climate change right at the center of that. Is there anything you expect coming out of that, coming out of Washington these days that you're you're grappling with, Commissioner, with respect to energy uh, production here in Mississippi? I mean, I, it's constantly releasing more regulations and more controls and stuff, but...
24: It's, it's going to hurt us um, any way we go. Uh, The stuff that's coming out of there is like everything. It's just insane. And uh, we're going to have to put up with it. And when we when we get our opportunities like in these house races in 2022, got to get got to get out there and, and vote and and not sit at home. But yeah, I think we're going to be uh, strangled with some undue regulations, un- burdened us down with those crazy things, and we're going to continue to lose jobs until we straighten that back out again. Um, but. You know, until then, we just got to keep our head above the water and try to keep on trucking.
4: we got a couple of minutes left here, but I wanted to get your thoughts on our preparedness and readiness for cyber attacks uh, on our various energy producers in Mississippi here.
24: Well, you know, uh, our state auditor, Shad White, a great guy, and I think he's a brilliant guy. uh, I think he pretty much said it uh, when he took office and did his first assessment is, we are uh, we are way behind on cybersecurity for Mississippi. Yeah, uh, it's, it
4: concerns me, and it should concern every Mississippian and yeah. every American. This ain't going to stop. As you know, I was in that industry. I've been talking about this for 10 years. That's Num- right. Number one threat yep. facing the country, and I still think that. Commissioner, thanks so much for coming by uh, today. Really appreciate it. Good luck on uh, your work and your travels, and thanks for your service to the Southern District of Mississippi. Well, thank you for having me. You got it. Commissioner Dane Maxwell with the Mississippi Public Service Commission has been our guest. We'll come right back. We got some more sound for you, folks. Stay with us.
17: Hi, this is Anitra over at McBee's. I'm the kitchen manager there. Come and enjoy our blue plates for under $10. Monday through Friday from 11 to 2. Monday, we have meatloaf or chicken spaghetti. Tuesday, we have beef tips or chicken breast. Wednesday, we have fried pork chops or pot roast. Thursday, we have spaghetti or chicken fried steak. Friday, we have fried catfish or pulled pork or chicken with mushrooms spring sauce. And every day, hamburger steak or chicken sweets.
10: McBee's on Lake Harbor. You can dine in, take out, or have them cater. And the perfect spot for any size party, too.
1: Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday
22: from 10 till noon.
19: We're here with a special invitation to join us weekday mornings 6 till 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Ladies
25: and gentlemen, let's hear it, let's hear
19: it. Now.
0: Back to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi.
22: And I
4: can't take them we are back. Heavy metal Monday. Gerard and Rhino in the studio. Super Talk Mississippi. The JT show Jason on the C Spire Text Line says they want electric cars, but we can't dig for the material for batteries. They want everyone to go vegan, but don't want more farms. They're not realistic. Yeah, I, there are a lot. They're very true. There are many conflicts in the left's doctrine, there's no question about that, and it's because the people who are in charge, they're just, they're not very smart when it comes to that sort of stuff. They're not not smart from a practical perspective, from a business perspective. They're just just politicians, (laughs) they're bloviators at the end of the day, and and they derive their perverse pleasure from stoking up people and really not from truly addressing and solving problems. And I think that's what's missing. In my view, we don't have enough private sector folks that it's either solve problems and deliver or go bankrupt. That's pretty much how it works. But when you're protected in that bubble that is uh, certainly in Washington political life and you just stay there forever, it's, it's crazy. And it's I, I think it's it's detrimental to progress rather than the opposite, which it should be beneficial. So, um, you know, OAOC, oh, speaking of that, <clears throat> Chief Bloviator, she actually said that and she's calling for, of course, rapid move on eliminating the filibuster. While uh, while they have a majority, the Democrats they have a majority by virtue of the fact that it's fifty-fifty, of course, in the in the Senate, and then the Vice President Kamala Harris, what a peach she has turned out to be, um, is the tiebreaker and gives them a. One vote edge on on any legislation that would uh, traverse the Senate, and that's the case if the Senate killed the present filibuster so AOC, a couple of days ago tweeted. During the Obama admin, folks thought we'd have a 60-dem majority for a while. It lasted four months. That is absolutely true. She's right about that. You, you may recall that when Barack Obama was elected, not only did he win, not only did the, the Democrats seize control rather handily of the House, but they had the so-called supermajority. They had the trifecta, the supermajority, in the Senate. But it only lasted four months, because then-Senator Ted Kennedy of Massachusetts passed away, I believe in December, if I'm not mistaken, of 09. Is that right? I think it was December 09 is when he passed away. Thus, August 25th of 09. 09. Okay, that's right. I'll tell you what it was. It was in December, I believe, when Scott Brown was elected to take his place. Does that, does that seem right? They had a special election in Massachusetts, and he a Republican. And so what the most meaningful aspect of that was that no longer was the far-left version of health care reform, so-called Obamacare, a possibility because they lost their 60-vote majority. And so many people may not realize what we got passed. Was through the reconciliation process on a simple majority, which was really a watered-down, much diluted version of what Barack Obama and the Left wanted in terms of health care reform. What they really wanted was something much, uh, much more devious in my view, much more onerous at a minimum. Anyhow, she goes on to say Dems are burning precious time and impact negotiating with GOP who won't even vote for the January 6th Commission. McConnell's plan is to run out the clock. It's a hustle. We need to move now. So, But the statement that they only had that Dem majority for four months until such time as Senator Kennedy passed away, that's what she's implying here, of course. Is that we're we've got the slimmest of majorities in this case one that is the slimmest of majorities, and it's and we're at risk of losing even that with a death, with a death. So <laughs> she's promoting the idea that we've got to get on with it here and get rid of this filibuster and start railroading through the full Democrat ag- agenda from climate change to. Voting reform, that onerous H.R. 1, which would federalize the entire elections process and pretty much ensure that no Republican could ever be elected, certainly to the presidency, and would play hell to get elected in the Senate and even some House districts. She says, President Biden and Senate Dems should take a step back and ask themselves if playing patty cake with the GOP senators is really worth the dismantling of people's voting rights, setting the planet on fire, allowing massive corporations and the wealthy to not pay their fair share of taxes, etc. So she's calling them out, and she's doing so on the basis that somebody could die in the Democrat caucus, in the Senate, and they could lose their simple majority. we got to chop-chop. Somebody might die. That, it's it's incomprehensible, is it not? I see you shaking your head. I, and that is the message, though. That's what she's saying, by invoking the situation with Ted Kennedy. And look, it, there was a poll across the Congress. Many may not remember this, When he passed away, not because he passed away, that a human being died. No, because the agenda was put on ice. These are
3: the same people that lost their
4: minds when Justice Ginsburg passed away. Because she didn't stay alive long enough. That's true. That's absolutely true. Now, these same people, including AOC, very vocally, are demanding that Justice Breyer step down. Not, they're not unabashed about it. you got to step down now. You're in the way. It's just crazy. You're, you're not dying fast enough. That's what they're saying. You need to go ahead and die. Since you're not dying, he says, you know, I feel healthy. I'm not going anywhere. They're disappointed to hear that. But these people lecture us about being selfish and uncaring Right? They do, all the time. In inhuman. That's what we hear. To them, though, this political agenda is more important than a human life. It's, it's mind-boggling, really, when you think about it. And it's, it's disappointing. I tell you what, though, this critical race theory stuff that is just sweeping this country... Is is not only a problem, but I got to tell you, there are more and more people speaking out. Did you know, folks, that the Federal Reserve has now ordered that there are certain terms? It's it's this word in this language expungement. Wordsmithing. It's, it's right out of the Marxist ideology playbook, though, is it not? We got to we got to reimagine the language. And so, the Federal Reserve has instructed its employees to avoid biased. I'm so sick of that word bias, I got to tell you. Because it's so subjective. Who are you to determine if someone else is biased? By their words? Come on. Anyhow, founding fathers, that's out. They've instructed them to use bias-free language. Founding Fathers is considered biased. It says, try to avoid words and phrases that may be considered offensive, pejorative, or prejudiced. There's that offensive crap again, whether consciously or unconsciously, as these can distract your audience from the ideas and information you're trying to convey.
3: How the hell is Founding Fathers pejorative?
4: I don't know. That is that is considered uh, synonymous with white supremacy. So grandfathered founding fathers—they want—they're uh, asked to use terms like "denied legacy" and "founders" respectively. I kid you not. We got more to talk about this and some more some more sound to share with you as well. Stay with us. The JT Show continues.
26: toolbox overflowing? Tired of ties and golf balls? This Father's Day give dad a treat that won't pile up and is sure to satisfy. Nandy's Candy has an assortment of treats created especially for dad on his special day. Of course, if you have your heart set on tools, ties, and golf balls, we've got those too, all made of chocolate. Come to Nandy's Candy and make dad's day as sweet as he is. Nandy's Candy, located in Maywood Mart. Shop online at nandyscandy.com for in-store pickup or shipping.
6: In the Metro
24: For decades, the Dominican sisters have answered God's call to care for the Jackson community, welcoming thousands to share in their ministry of compassionate care. St. Dominic's has served as an enduring sign of strength, of hope, and healing as our community and healthcare have grown and changed. We are humbled to answer God's call and grateful for the trust you place in
25: us. While 75 years is a significant milestone, to us, it's just the beginning.
18: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The CDC is investigating reports of heart inflammation in younger people that receive COVID vaccines. State epidemiologist Dr. Paul Byers: It's
2: it's been mild in these in these younger age groups of of older teens and younger adults. Certainly, that's one of the things that we're watching in Mississippi. It's potentially mostly been seen after the um, mRNA vaccines after the second dose of those vaccines, the Pfizer and the Moderna.
18: More than 80% of those who've been identified with this condition have completely recovered. Find a cool spot today. Some portions of the state will see the heat index reading of up to 110 degrees. And a tropical depression could form later on this week. The National Hurricane Center is monitoring an area of broad low pressure over the Bay of Campeche. Gradual development is possible over the next couple of days. I'm Kelly Bennett
0: It's all right here. And when you're away from home, depend on the Supertalk app and supertalk.fm to stay in the know. We're proud to serve our fellow Mississippians. Supertalk Mississippi.
13: (laughs) Properly set all controls before
9: recording.
19: All systems go. Now, 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 back to the JT
0: Show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino on Supertalk Mississippi. Mississippi.
4: Back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Wow, just uh, so much stuff going on. We are going to try to get to it. Don't forget, we got Mississippi Outdoors Radio coming up at uh, noon today. Andy and Jackson says Gerard, great show Friday. I was impressed. Back to back interviews for three hours, as always. Rhino did great keeping you on the air. Yeah, he did. And uh, look, I, I gotta just say it again. The entire team. It was a great team effort, and it's 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 so fun to be part of a team that performs so well together. Truly a well-oiled machine. And again, it's it's my honor and pleasure to bring you the show uh, from Greenville. I, I certainly hope you guys enjoyed it, and to be part of such a great event with our very own Steve Azar. And like I said, man, everybody's eyes really lights up when they when you just mention his name because he's so good to the community. I mean, he he just epitomizes, I think, the generosity of Mississippians. Here's a guy who's very successful, went away for 20-some-odd years, as he discussed on the air, and then returned to his, his community, to his roots, to do good for those folks up there. And just appreciate him. Um, I've also got, Rhino, if you can find it, this was a, uh, an African-American gentleman with two medical degrees, and he speaks out Against critical race theory. Let me know, Rhino, if you can get to that. Hopefully, and get it, get it uh, queued up. Founding fathers is biased against the founding mothers <laughs> on the ceasefire text line. What do they expect to accomplish with CRT? That's a great question, and I got to tell you, Paul, that's from Paul Meridian, Appreciate that. I, I have. I'm sort of torn between what I think the two most serious threats to our country and the American way of life are. I've thought for a long time that cybersecurity tops that list, and I have traversed the state, been very fortunate to address numerous civic groups, rotary clubs, etc., political groups, and I kind of have a, a standard... Uh, presentation that I provide that, that sort of discusses the the intersection of technology and, and um, uh, the private sector and the public sector as well and where all that's going and just the future of it. But I've said for years that I thought the threat of breach of n- not just critical systems such as pipelines and energy and and our defense systems and so forth, but just across the private sector landscape, you know, made a living helping customers and companies implement cyber-defensive systems, defense systems, but I have just thought that would top the list. And I'm now torn between, and I still think that is a major, major challenge that we've all got to deal with and, and address and be vigilant on, and I don't think we've seen the worst of that yet, unfortunately. But there are ways to protect, defend, and be prepared. Could you not get it to work, Ryan? Right that's not a format I can use. It's weird. I, I actually got it, but I noticed, too, that it is a weird, a weird format. Maybe we can try to find it. But, uh, but nonetheless, critical race theory and its do- adoption and this, this cancel culture that's related to it and integrated into it, this, uh, this toxic doctrine, I think is really, really causing harm to this nation, because it is, by its nature, divisive. It, it basically says, let's fight racism with racism. Let's fight bigotry with bigotry. What's most concerning, though I have concerns about this occurring in our military, And just um, seems like every major private sector company have all adopted uh, some of this ideology and are are paying hundreds of millions if not billions of dollars to these outside consultants to come in and implement and conduct all this training and, and just turn everything upside down. But it's the children. It's our most precious asset, and I know I got on a rant on this last week, and I'm going to continue to be on it, because I think it's that critical. I think it's that destructive. And it just plays into the left's hands, and they, frankly, they have adopted it and condoned it and supported it purely for political gain. When you've got one of their most vocal members of Congress in AOC – imploring others in her party to get with it, because somebody might die in the Senate that is a, a, a voting Democrat, and they could lose their simple majority. That just goes to show you, in my view, that they're all about power, yet they tell us we're the greedy ones. There's nothing more greedy than a socialist, than a central planner. Who's produced nothing, who's earned nothing, who is really of little or no value from a societal value perspective, yet they are the ones in charge and have just had this control conferred, vested in them. They haven't earned anything. It's arrogant, it's selfish, it's greedy. It's hubristic to think you are better adept, more adept, at managing a $20 trillion economy and everything underneath that umbrella than our people, private people, the private sector, the markets. That's greed. That's selfish. No, you can't do that. I'm going to do that for you. Because in my view, greed is defined as coveting, or obtaining something illegitimately that is is not is not rightfully yours that's greed greed isn't people who get wealthy financially because their fellow man have parted with their assets and their money for the services they provide no that's not greed greed is taking it from somebody else and that's what socialism is it it essentially confiscates your power as a consumer. Nope. Send all that money to us, and we'll figure out best how to invest it in programs. Now it looks like, if you do the math, you've got the G7, that's the first day, right? They said, we've got to institute this 15%. I talked about this last week, of course. 15% minimum tax, which doesn't have any teeth in it until it is adopted and enacted within each of those countries. And it's not a tax you pay to some central body. They're just trying to get all the countries to agree that they will tax their corporations at that minimum 15%, so as to essentially, they're colluding, eliminate competition by by these other countries. And Joe Biden, of course, wants to drop this $6 trillion budget on you, and he says, "Oh, don't worry. I'm going to pay for it with corporate tax increases from 21 to 28 percent." Now, hear me on this. That would generate about 70 billion a year, best case. Corporate taxes historically have been 12 to 13 percent of total revenues historically. That 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 is not really a big revenue source. It shouldn't be, honestly. Should be zero in my view. But this 60, 70, let's call it 80. Now, for argument's sake, consider that the budget is 6000000000000 trillion. You're talking 1.2% of that. one5 best case coming from this increase in corporate taxes. 1.5% is covered. Well, think about this. It's now being revealed that of all these, these unemployment benefits that were instituted over the past year, these uh, augmented supplemental benefits from the federal government, you guys know that that has uh, ended in Mississippi, um, the $300 a week extra federal benefits, it, it is now being reported that about $300 billion of that went to fraud pilfered the taxpayers, shook them down for $300 billion. That's about five years of the corporate tax increases. So we want corporations and individuals to pay more taxes just so that it can be defrauded through government programs? Because I'm going to tell you, here's the absolute truth. Where there is big government money, there is big fraud, waste, and abuse every single damn time. No question about it. We'll step away from a break here. I got a little bit more sound I think we can share. We're going to try to get that queued up for you. We got another segment, and then Mississippi Outdoors Radio, the panel, will join us after the news at 12.
6: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a slight chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 93. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 72. Your Tuesday, sunny skies, high near 93. Tuesday evening, mostly clear, low around 69. Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 91. And for your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 90 degrees. In the house, my friend Lee Garland of EXP. What's happening, Lee?
20: 2020 was an incredible year. we sold hundreds of houses. As a matter of fact, and thank you, you took care of a family member. What was so unique about selling that home was the buyer who bought it, bought it sight unseen. They bought it from the videos, photos, and drone footage that we shot. They did not actually step foot in the house until the week before closing. Share with us some of the other advantages
19: of the marketing
20: campaign. One of the things that we do is we give sellers options. We give them the option of assurance, convenience, and the ability to get top dollar on their property. If the seller needs the assurance that their house is going to sell, we can guarantee that sale. If it doesn't sell at the end of the listing agreement, we'll buy it. And that's what makes you guys leader in the market. We are the number one team in central Mississippi. We spend more money marketing properties than anybody else. We have an advertising budget of almost a half a million dollars where the average agent only spends. $250 to $500 a month. Go to LeeWillBuyIt.com or call us at 601-983-1130. oh, oh.
1: Get more miles
19: on the road with O'Reilly Auto Parts. A clean fuel system means better gas mileage for your car. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, get two bottles of Lucas Fuel Injector Cleaner for $8. Plus, earn double O rewards points. For a clean, lubricated, more fuel-efficient system, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. O, O, O,
9: O'Reilly Auto Parts.
14: This is the midday agri-market report. The National Cattlemen's Beef Association has filed a petition with the USDA's Food Safety and Inspection Service to eliminate the use of product of the USA and other broad U.S. origin labeling claims for beef products that are potentially misleading to consumers. The group said they viewed the current product of the USA as not providing a service to consumers as it is not based on any verification program, food safety standard and it does not deliver value back to the cattle producer. The N.C believes the current products of the usa labels are a disservice to american consumers and cattle producers alike the group pointed out that imported products can be labeled as products of the usa if they have a minimal process or repackaged in any usda inspected facility the ncba is advocating for a more appropriate generic label such as processed in the usa i'm dixon williams and this Super supertalk mississippi agri-news network
8: Get five-star tools for your five-star dad with battery power made by Steel. From mowers and blowers to trimmers and more with the AK Homeowner Series starting at $199.99, Dad can get the work done quickly and make more time for what really matters. Shop online at steelusa.com slash gift guide. Pick up at over 10,000 local Steel dealers. All prices MSRP includes battery and charger available participating dealers dad doesn't quit until the job is done so get him gas-powered tools from steel that can keep up with him from chainsaws and trimmers to blowers and more steel has the tools dad needs with legendary steel gas-powered equipment starting at 139.99 shop online at steelusa.com gift guide pick up at over ten thousand local steel dealers all prices msrp available participating dealers
0: with everything you need to take on your day wake up with gallo tomorrow on 97.3 fm super talk mississippi here's more
4: Welcome back, everyone, to J.T. Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Yeah, so we've got some sound here. I think we finally got it uh, queued up. This is, uh, this is an individual African-American who's talking about the, the toxicity of critical race theory. Take a listen.
5: What I want to do is I want to talk about when we think about critical race theory, what comes to mind? What comes to mind? When you say the word critical, what comes to your mind when you think about the word critical? I have two degrees in medicine. You know what critical means to us? Critical means that the person is almost getting ready to die or they most surely will die. So when you say critical race theory, you might think of it in the sense of, oh, this information is critical that they know as of the up and important. But when I think about critical race theory, I think about critical as in this is getting ready to kill something or kill somebody. So most likely what's going to happen when this gets taught to our children give an example here i was in the third grade and i was on welfare no figure and we had something called a lunch car. our teacher would let the kids that got the cold lunch or got lunch from home they got to go in line first i had to, the ones that had the lunch car, we had to go behind them so time at the time that kept on happening i'm getting there thinking like man this is messed up how come the kids that got a cold lunch how come the kids that got lunch from school? What I want to do is I want to talk, talk about critical race theory, which is pretty much going to be teaching kids how to hate each other, how to dislike each other. That's pretty much what it's going to all come down to. You're going to deliberately teach kids? This white kid right here got it better than you because he white? You're going to purposely tell a white kid, oh, the black people are all down and suppressed. How do I have two medical degrees if I'm sitting here oppressed? How do I get talk about critical race theory yeah. right now to speak out against stuff because black folks are getting told by other black folks oh you know you ain't gonna be able to do nothing out there in the world because those white folks ain't gonna let you get no oh you know you're not gonna be able to do it because the, the, the white man the white man gonna keep you down well how did i get where i am right now if some white man kept me down how am i now directing over folks that look just like you guys in this room right now how what what, what kept me down what oppressed me i worked for myself from off the streets to where i am right now you gonna sit here and tell me this lot of critical race theory of uh, this 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 the reason why black folks can't get ahead because White folks, are you kidding me? This is what we come to now. I can't believe we even talking about this right now. The last thing I'm gonna say right here is something that's crazy. Martin Luther King said he wanted his kids to grow up in a world where they are judged by the contents of their what? Their character. Not their skin. Yeah, absolutely. If they let this stuff go on right now, it is absolutely doing the complete reverse of what he's doing. So when February comes, don't talk about Martin Luther King. When February comes, don't talk about black history. mother dog will sit there and just pee must pee on his grave with this nonsense. That's exactly what's about to happen.
4: Yeah. So there you go. I mean, I I appreciate him speaking up, and there are just more and more folks speaking up, but it's a segregationist ideology. It's hate-filled. It's rooted in Marxism. It's poisoning our children. It's demoralizing and weakening our military, in my view. It's degrading sports, recasting our language. And, and corporations are being sort of transformed into these bastions of what is really hostile environments, is social justice warriors. It's the Fed. Can't say founding fathers. Can't say grandfathered. Can somebody tell me why that's a problem? I, I just don't get it. it. It says you can't say white-listed, black manpower, man-made. Has to be more bias free, such as allowed and artificial. The guidance also says got to, you've got to avoid singular generic pronouns, such as he, she, his, and hers, in favor of the more inclusive they, their, and theirs. It, if pronouns are a problem to you and the pronoun used by others in referring to you, you're sick. I'm just going to say it. And it's you got not like a this is
3: anything new. Progressives have been pushing pronoun nonsense for as long as I remember. I remember growing up and learning about pronouns, learning about he, learning about she, learning about it, and then being told we had to use he slash she because you couldn't use they because that wasn't inclusive enough. Now they is all inclusive because they can't figure out what the heck they're trying to teach.
4: I uh, It's disturbing. And we are going to stay on it, because I think it's just that critical. And I think it is – again, when you're infiltrating schools at the elementary levels, and you're lecturing and indoctrinating to this hateful, divisive, segregationist – ideology, what should we expect from our children in the future? Unbelievable. I've also got a report, although it's not confirmed yet, a lot of people are texting me and advising that former state representative Ashley Henley from DeSoto County was murdered yesterday in Water Valley. Now, this is coming from reputable sources, and I want to caution. We have not confirmed this, and I'm not getting ahead here of the news. I have sent it to our folks here to investigate. But, man, that is bad news, if true. We'll stay on it, we'll get the truth for you. We got Mississippi Outdoors Radio coming up after Super Talk News and Fox News. Stay with us.
0: Listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk, Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Barone's Tree Pros,
13: 601-345-8090. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. President Biden and the other leaders of NATO nations at their summit in Belgium issue a statement
21: declaring China
13: to be a security challenge working to undermine international order. NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg.
21: Leaders agreed that we need to address such challenges together as an alliance and that we need to engage with China to defend our security interests. President Biden will take questions from reporters at the summit after meeting with Turkey's prime minister.
13: The now former Israeli prime minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, says he'll be back, out now after 12 years in office.
1: (laughs) The moment Israel's parliament confirmed Naftali Bennett as the country's new prime minister.
12: New Meeting with his cabinet for the first time, the right-winger said, we are at the beginning of
1: new days. He leads a diverse and probably fragile coalition of eight
13: parties. is Simon Owen. America's listening to Fox News.
18: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The payout of federal pandemic-related unemployment benefits came to an end over the weekend. Pat Fontaine, the executive director of the Mississippi Hospitality and Restaurant Association, says the labor force has been in crisis mode.
27: Many of our members are operating back of house at 50% of their normal staffing levels, and yet they're achieving sales levels that were pre-pandemic. They're working a lot harder. A lot of overtime. As a result, many members have cut back on their hours of operation. They're closing one day a week that they normally would be open just to give their staff a needed break.
18: The child tax credit will now be mailed monthly instead of in one lump sum. It's also increased and will apply to a larger age group of children. The IRS is sending out around 36 million letters to families that are eligible. The monthly payments will begin next month. I'm Kelly Bennett.
1: This is for those who always show they care. Who told their kids everyone 12 and older is eligible for a COVID vaccine. Those who explain to their cousins that vaccines prevent nearly 100% of hospitalizations and deaths from COVID-19. This is for the ones protecting those they love. Thank you.
12: We can do this. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.
18: There's a lot in the election bill Democrats are trying to pass that Republicans, like Senator Roger Wicker, don't like.
19: It would do away with all voter ID requirements. It would do away with that in all 50 states. And also, it, it would be a huge raid on the Treasury taking taxpayer money and giving it to election accounts of candidates for Congress, we don't need
22: that. And
18: when it comes to economic development in the Delta, Greenville Mayor Eric Simmons
22: says good things are happening. New Form, uh, which is a crop production company out of Melbourne, Australia, there's a 20 million dollar project, over 70 jobs. We also have uh, Westport Lending retain right. 75 jobs, but also created another 75, the MDA and made that announcement with us as well. We got a lot of good stuff going on.
18: For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett.
12: With me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. <laughs>
0: You're listening to Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show. With guest host, Gerard Gibbert. Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show is presented by the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries and Parks. The Foundation supports projects associated with the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries and Parks to protect and preserve Mississippi's wonderful wildlife heritage for generations to come.
8: trail again and again and and the land time, time will
4: we'll to the good afternoon everyone and welcome to Mississippi outdoors a radio on the JT show in the studio we've got Adam Butler Chris Reed with law enforcement and today Sam Biebers with the I say that right Sam mm-hmm. with the Mississippi Museum of Natural Science Welcome, gentlemen. So, all right, I got to start off with a little personal story here. All right, related to lay it on us to nature. Uh, I'm barreling down the sidewalk, down the hill there, where I play golf out at Annandale, and there's a little side door that enters our locker room, the men's locker room. And I'm sort of uh, focused on the the handle, the knob, you know, to go through the door there. I almost step on a venomous, not poisonous, Whoa. but a venomous snake, and there's a discussion as to whether or not it was a cottonmouth or a uh, copperhead, but we tried to coax it back out away, and we couldn't, so probably didn't do the right thing, but we nine-ironed it, uh, mm-hmm. essentially.
23: <laughs> wow. Yeah. Now, when you say um, you almost stepped on, let's, you know, let's be real here. How close? How uh, close were you? Two feet. Two feet. Yeah. That's, probably, that's in the red. Was it a like,
4: danger zone, uh, and, I, and I tell you, it was. I'm gonna show. you, I'm gonna flip my camera over to you and show <laughs> you. That's how close I was, and you can see. You can blow that up. You can see there that it was straddled the mat, the little green mat. Oh yeah, and the the concrete, which is dude, l- little he's mildew right there. That's how close I was. He's in Actually, like a perfect I,
23: ambush spot I'm, there. I'm I'm I'm
4: back when I took that's the be photo. A that's what I thought too. Yeah. I'm back about two feet from where I was because it obviously startled me when I sort of caught it out of the bottom of my eye and I jumped back. I knew it was a snake. and then, as I looked at it, I, I could see the little head at that forty-five yeah. degree angle and that signature diamond. Did he
23: have it? Did he have his mouth open? The mouth was not open. A lot of times, those cottonmouths do it. That's uh, going to be a, a younger mouth though. Uh, they, they, um, okay. As they get older, they get more dark darker and, muddy, and more solid. And, uh, okay, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. But when they're when they're still kind of young, they'll have that pattern like that.
4: Well, that that makes sense because I know whenever I've seen them out on the course in the creeks and so forth they're gigantic i mean they are yeah. well nourished and they are they're they're darker where mm-hmm. you almost can't see the markings the bands right. is that what happens to mm-hmm. them as they get older yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay so yeah, they're think, bad dudes. I don't get around them. You get the snake boots, boots is that going
23: to affect your golf swing or what? What are you going to no, do? That? Well, it affect, affect my heart. <laughs> yeah, if your heart's <laughs> not pumping, you can't yeah. swing those clubs.
28: Well, <laughs> we're glad you're here. I had to go sit down. Up.
4: Thank you. I, I I feel fortunate, and uh, a guardian angel was evidently watching well, out for that's me. A so. good,
28: you know, that's always a good reminder for people who are, who are going outdoors. You know, this this point in the year. You know, those snakes and um, the creatures that live out there, they're not all warm and fuzzies. They they are those that can be, do harm to you, so you need to pay attention to your surroundings. It's good to, a good reminder as we kind of – kids are out of school and playing. You know, my kids have, have been known to crawl through the – Bushes in the yard, and I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, y'all probably need to get
23: out of there." Yeah. you know, you don't want to well, put your hand down. You know, right there's beside kind of them. a fine line. You want to encourage some yeah. outdoor playing in the bushes, trying to mitigate. Mud, but you need uh, things from right, happening right, if right. I can, Adam. Well, just, just be uh, careful. Watch out for the
4: snakes. There's no shortage of them out there because you know it's their habitat. Yeah. I mean it's yeah. it's creeks and lakes and uh, lots of tall grass and stuff all over the place. So we're always cognizant. Especially after the rains in the spring, I'm yeah. not sure why. Why does that make them like show themselves? The, the cotton mouse, especially around the creeks,
23: mm, they, they, they hunt, flush the
28: water out. There maybe be some yeah. new water where and they, they hunt. Kinda go um, to...
23: Cotton mouse hunt like frogs and toads and stuff mm-hmm. a lot. So you know, you more you over got water place. up there, you yeah. got those sort of things. So they got a little bit of a prey base.
4: You know uh, what else um, that we have lining the creeks is. Old cart path through the years, concrete that's been broken up and replaced, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. it's good for erosion control, the riprap sort of. Yeah, I suspect that makes for a good habitat. We always seem to sometimes oh, yeah. see them out there sunning. Probably. Yeah, yeah. They get on that and then get underneath warm. it to cool off too, exactly. and you get on
28: top of it to warm up. And there's probably little critters that live around there and hang out there as well. So, well, it's that time of year. The well, heat gets them out, just like the alligator stuff. We've been dealing with a lot of those calls across the state where we're getting, you know, we saw that clip a few weeks ago over in Eagle Lake of, you know, kind of how we have to deal with those yeah. alligators and relocate them if they're a nuisance. And, you know, it's kind of that, just part of the job in the summertime to deal with those. And it is full-fledged summertime now.
4: Man. No question about it's it. real. That's what, yeah, I came in this morning, it was uh, hot as blazes, and I, I know it is now. But nonetheless, uh, we tried to coax it. Really did. But and we came inside and gently swung the door open and was concerned about it just running inside. Yeah. And it had kind of moved to the other side where you opened the door so you had to open it fully to see it and it, it was up against a little brick retaining wall right there. And we it, but I mean it's kinda of hard to show well, you, you a little, little mock situation. Like
28: that. I think you would be affirmed and
23: uh, by the by the listeners and your Dealing with that situation You know, if you're out in threat. the middle of nowhere in the woods or on the lake or something, you know, you're in there, you're in their world, you know, maybe you can practice live and let live. But, yeah, you, the thing's right at your doorstep. You
4: that, and that was the deal. We yeah. just didn't know how the, the heck do we get this sort of away, you know, right. I mean, if people it went in the inside, house. Then you'd have a real pickle on your hands.
23: You'd have to call the major. You'd have to call the major. Yeah, we <laughs> exactly. broke out the
4: nine uh, all right. <laughs> well, and and look, when we see them on the course... We, we don't go after them. We just get away. Right. I mean, and, they, and they're everywhere out there, and uh, as far as uh, I have heard from folks, they actually are a critical part of the environment, and they sort of help to, I guess, some of that stuff. All right, before we get talking about our topic, i got one more little photo to show you. This is on a happier note, my experience. This is on number 18T. Whole looking to the right, no, no, it's a par five. Uh, looking to the right, it's a wildlife show. We're not talking about golf. Well, yeah, you never know. <laughs> All right, look here. This is uh, a mom and the the smallest oh, of well, fawns. Yeah, yeah. Look how little that that dude is nursing. Yeah. Nursing, and that was about about 15 yards from wow. my position. Yeah. Isn't that yeah, that's cool? that's
23: a little, little one. A little sort of bit. I mean, Still, like
4: a little dog, almost. Yeah. That's pretty cool. You got, that's that's a, a, you've got that's the a a whole Wild Kingdom there. thing
23: going on at the golf course over there.
4: Well, we like it. And, oh, yeah. of course, I think I've shared with you, we have a a svan, as I like to call it, a swan. Yes. You know, they're mean. Yes. Those wise ones <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes sure we... Are. uh but I you know I told you I thought it might have been injured but I noticed it swimming and moving about so I think maybe it's recovering. Yeah, right. Yeah. Those right. are some mean dudes though. Why are they so mean? They got a mean disposition those swans do. These are white swans of course and they're big
23: too. Yeah. I can't answer that. I don't know. I All guess right. if you were the you know maybe the the the, they get the made king fun of, of the pond, pond or whatever. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Anyhow. That's pretty cool on that phone though. It's, it's we're still you know, kind of on the front end of the uh, fawn drop. It's the yeah. it's a little not <clears throat> not super early, but a little early. You know, the peak of it's probably more around the first part of July. But um, you know, that's pretty neat. Always leave those alone. You know, every yeah, year, we, yeah. every year we get, get a, a ton calls. of calls at the office. People finding fawns, worried about them, want to baby. No, just leave it leave where it is. The mom purposely leaves it throughout the day. Um, you know, if you find it by itself, it's they're you know, safer there than for us to mess with them. Absolutely. Okay, I so got you. We always have to put that public service message okay. out there. Leave baby deer and in all baby wildlife. You know, yeah. this they is find the, them right. This is the time of year when our office we get tons of calls. Yeah. You know, found a baby bird, found a baby yeah. fawn, whatever. They're gonna Le- make leave it. them alone. They've made it this far without us. Sure.
4: That looks like a big dope. Nature doesn't?
23: has a plan. Yeah, a she
28: looked healthy. That's good. That's good. Yeah. She's probably full of nutrients for her little baby to enjoy and be ready for the winter when it gets here. That I was so sooner cool. than later.
4: All right. Well, we digress a little bit, but I we just wanted a, a little right. anecdotal um, interest. I thought so alligator. Yeah, honey. so uh, Give us an What time on that. is it
23: right now? It's 12:15. Yeah. The email should have been sent by now. If you applied for an allig- a public water alligator tag, you check your email cuz you should have been notified by now. Okay. The the you know that's I, I saw a thing the other day. We had like record number of applicants for alligator tags. I forget what the exact number was, but it was, it was, it was the most we've ever had. And the, the gator season's been going on since oh, two thousand five, two thousand seven. Yeah, One of around those. that time of year. One of those. or that time period. Um, yeah. So record number of applicants. But today was the day for the notifications to go out. So if you uh, won an alligator permit, you should have gotten an email within the last fifteen minutes. Uh, and if you're still curious, you can actually go to our website. There uh, on the like the marquee homepage banner thing. There's a, a button you can click to check your application status. Got it. So I know a lot of people probably sitting on the edge of their seats today. Right. All right, waiting on that.
4: We're gonna take a little break right here. When we come back, we're gonna talk about the Mississippi Mu- Museum of Natural Science, and also we gotta talk about dove season and a couple of new lakes that are open. Right. Did we reopen? We're going to talk about all that stuff when we return on Mississippi Outdoors Radio.
7: This is JT. If you like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. 1-800-647-8540 or on the web. MajesticMetalsInc.com
26: Is Dad's toolbox overflowing? Tired of ties and golf balls? This Father's Day, give Dad a treat that won't pile up and is sure to satisfy. Mandy's Candy has an assortment of treats created especially for Dad on his special day. Of course, if you have your Heart set on tools, ties, and golf balls, we've got those, two, all made of chocolate. Come to Nandy's Candy and make Dad's day as sweet as he is. Nandy's Candy, located in Maywood Mart. Shop online at nandyscandy.com for in-store pickup or shipping.
22: Summer's here. Are you ready for a vacation? How about a vacation from your car payment? ...percent credit approval is our number one goal. Bring us your trade. We'll give you a top dollar for it. So if you're ready for a vacation, then get to Ridgeland Mitsubishi... ...for new payments for the entire summer. Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today. Or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi G4, stock number 1795 1999 down. 3.9% for 84 months. You for with
5: approved The
6: best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at Fourth and Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp... And rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769 208 8283. Once again, 769 208 8283. UFOs are back, even if the military can't explain
20: them.
0: Now, Rob Schmidt takes a look at the big mystery in his series, UFOs, Are They Really Here?, airing all this week on Newsmax TV. Millions are watching Newsmax. It's on all major cable systems, and they're downloading the free Newsmax app on their smartphones. Get the latest on these strange UFOs and watch Rob Schmidt on Newsmax, the new network everyone is
19: talking about
13: It's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
4: Welcome back, Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show, the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks panel in the studio. All right, Mr. Beavers, uh, tell us a little bit about this new wild
29: weather exhibit at the Mississippi Museum of Natural Science. Well, this is, this is a doozy. I think you'll enjoy it. It's uh, got its spine-tingling elements, and it's, uh, it'll make you sweat. And If it has to do with weather, you'll learn a lot. Um, This is all about weather, and it's divided into, uh, let's see, five sections, and those major sections are tornadoes, severe thunderstorms, winter storms, hurricanes, and severe heat. So it's uh and Mississippi experiences.
4: <laughs> I was gonna say that <laughs> sounds like that. that pretty much summarizes the weather here. <laughs> yeah. This is the land of extremes. Yeah. You don't have too much just mild weather, it doesn't uh-uh. seem. And when we do it's for a very short period of time every year, a little bit in the fall, a little bit yeah. in the spring, and that's about it.
29: Yeah. Well I was surprised to find out when I was uh prepping a little bit for this show to find out that Mississippi Had a few days back in uh, 1940 and 1989 where uh, we got below zero. And in Jackson, even, it got to four degrees in 1989. I remember that. I just don't remember it being that cold down here. Wow. Now, some of the hot days, uh, 111 degrees in Corinth and at MSU back in 1930.
4: Man, and we're not talking about something. we're not talking about heat index. We're talking about the actual temperature, temperature registered. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is incredible. Yeah, and so what what do we learn from the exhibit as far as that's concerned? I, I think that's kind of neat, though, honestly, because it mm-hmm. I, I think the way we're situated geographically with the river to our, our west and of course the coast. Uh, and and then the Pine Belt, and then all the way up to the hills, it, it seems like that terrain to some extent contributes to, I, I guess, the sort of extreme weather maybe we have. Sure. And I'm, I'm no expert on this, I just, it just seems curious to me that our sort of unique yeah. positioning
29: geographically might be a factor there. But Yeah. Well, I'm no expert on weather either, but we do have some uh, influences like the Mississippi River to the west, the Gulf of Mexico to the south the fronts that come in from our west and that mix with the gulf stream right. it can be a kind of a volatile uh area
4: yeah yeah we get the floods the hurricanes the tornadoes i guess about the only thing we don't get to any great extent thus far earthquakes
29: yeah yeah knock on wood there <laughs>
4: yeah and we we certainly get we get our share of snow and uh, more importantly, ice, which uh, seems mm-hmm. to always yeah. shut yeah, was, us I down. down thinking, this year. I was sitting here
23: thinking. I was sitting here thinking. You normally would say we don't get blizzards, but then we had the deal back in oh, yeah. February. Yeah. <laughs> <That's Snow that. laughs> no, Certainly, in terms of the
4: way it impacted our our activity in our Man, life, it was blizzard like. We should.
28: I was. Uh, you know, I told I told somebody today. Days like this make me appreciate those cold winter days even more because it is. Not oppressive yet, but it is hot. <laughs> it's pretty I close know. to
4: it. It's uh, interesting because Memorial Day weekend right. was delightful
28: right. two right. weeks people, ago. You had people like that deterred activity to a degree on the water, public water, because uh, in boating because the weather had cooled off so much, people right. didn't go to the lakes. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say now been... <laughs> you got you got like it swung completely back around 180. It is hot. It we, feels we've like been July lucky 4th. up to
23: this point. You know, we had a pretty late. Late yeah. spring and yeah. everything, was your cool. turkeys up. Yeah, yeah well, all, yeah. yeah. I, I was gonna. I, 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 mm-hmm. I have you know, I have my cold turkey hunting clothes and my hot turkey hunting clothes, yeah. and I, I was wearing my, wear my cold weather yeah, turkey clothes almost all the way through the end this year. Right? Wow. Well, you get through
28: like in March anyway. So, with your limit, <laughs> no, nah. right? Well, it was a
23: struggle this year, Chris. Hmm.
29: Well, the great thing about this exhibit is all the variety, and we have a tornado. Uh, that's about 12 feet tall in there with computers mounted all around it where our visitors can uh, stand in front of a computer, throw objects into the tornado where they see them spinning around uh, on different (coughs) video screens. You can even take a picture of yourself and see yourself flying through the tornado. Okay. We have a dance up a storm where you literally go into this room and Dance like crazy, and the harder you dance, the war- more the weather changes. And it'll go from uh, a hot wildfire to a blizzard to a rainstorm. Pretty cool. Wow. That, that sounds that sounds like something that uh,
28: kids would, would I, really, I'm here really enjoy. I'd, I'd,
23: I'd pay good money to see Chris Reed do that. <laughs> to dance? <laughs> do the dance up a storm. Man. It'd
29: probably be smooth, we need to do. We can get that, we'll get that. We'll Come we'll on put that on the
23: Facebook page or something. Chris Reed dancing
29: up a storm. Yeah. It's so neat. The kids are so uninhibited in there. I mean, they just right. jump around like crazy. Yeah. But,
4: well, that's one thing yeah. that I wish we had fewer of is them dang tornadoes. For not the truth? Man, mm. man, oh man. Mm. It's just you feel so helpless. You try get out of the way, but it goes wherever it wants, and yes. you don't have a whole lot of control over that. Yeah. So.
29: And the hurricanes too, Mississippi and New Orleans together had over 1,800 fatalities with Katrina. Hmm. So you know, they're dangerous things. All right, so is this exhibit, is it permanent or is it temporary? This is uh, temporary. It runs from now through uh, I think December 30th or 31st, Hmm. so right to the end of the year. And it it is really jam-packed with uh, activities, uh, hands-on learning. Uh, and there's also this uh, airplane you can get inside that you actually fly into the eye of a hurricane. Yeah. And a cabin that is uh, a cabin in the snow, and you see what it's like to be uh, trapped in a cabin. Uh, and like you can't in a get blizzard out. or an avalanche or something? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's Exactly. Be and it's, it's pretty neat.
4: Yeah. Well, uh, so you should go see it while it's here and uh, well, this a pretty busy time
29: right now for the museum, is it not? It is. Well, you know, since the uh, we've been released from a lot of our COVID uh, restrictions, the um, population of visitors is starting to rise. We're getting a pretty good amount now of people. Um, a lot of kids, adults, anybody can learn from this exhibit, of course. It's for ages anywhere from Little kids to whoever. Whoever, yeah. Whoever's interested. Is yeah. there some certain restrictions
28: on, on people or, or how to get in, or can you just say, hey, I want to go to the museum today and yep. go down
29: there and come in and, and experience the exhibit? You sh- you can just come right in. You oh, can good. walk right in. There, we don't have a that I know of. I'm pretty sure we don't have a n- number limit. Right. Uh, and it's optional whether you would like to wear a mask or not. Mm mm-hmm. uh, just bring your
28: imagination and your curiosity and your Yes. And your uh and your youngins.
29: Yeah. And there's plenty to do, plenty to run around, plenty to spend time with. Right. Jump from one exhibit to the other. Something for everyone.
4: Yeah. Well, and so what do you see sort of from behind the scenes there, Sam? You got a little bit of different perspective than the rest
29: of us uh, do. Tell us yeah. about that. Well, First of all, my background is as an, as an artist and illustrator. I'm an huh. exhibits designer. So I design a lot of the permanent exhibits with my working partner, Rachel. And she and I, our office is connected to the uh, quarantine area of the uh, aquariums. So we work closely with uh, the people in the aquariums group but rachel and i work largely on um, maintenance keeping the exhibits going designing new exhibits for the permanent exhibits we whenever a temporary or traveling exhibit comes they're usually in anywhere from two to six uh... eighteen wheelers so this particular exhibit was four trailers full Gotcha. and it takes a while to pull all those crates out To stage them, get everything in the right area, assemble it, get all the computers working, and then get all those crates stored on site somewhere. Wow. So uh, it's a real challenge. It's a lot like a heavy duty jigsaw puzzle, but it is a heck of a lot of fun. Yeah. I love this job.
4: Well, it's an asset for sure, and and um, I haven't been there in a, in a few years, but I know everybody that goes through it just raves about it, so I think mm-hmm. we're fortunate to, to have that. Uh, tell us about some of the fish and other animals that are featured. we got just a minute. Tell you what, let's save that when we come back for a break. We've got uh, Adam Butler, Chris Reed, Sam Beavers with the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries and Parks. And Mr. Beavers is from the Mississippi Museum of Natural Science. We'll come back with more of Mississippi Outdoors Radio after this break.
9: That's msblood.com. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully.
6: When you choose Rotorooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantee so you can
11: get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Rotorooter, rooter 601 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service.
23: Call Roto-Rooter,
9: that's the name. and a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter.
18: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The payout of federal pandemic-related unemployment benefits came to an end over the weekend. Pat Fontaine, the executive director of the Mississippi Hospitality and Restaurant Association, says the labor force has been in crisis mode.
27: Many of our members are operating back of house at 50% of their normal staffing levels, and yet they're achieving sales levels that were pre-pandemic they're working a lot harder. A lot of overtime. As a result, many members have cut back on their hours of operation. They're closing one day a week that they normally would be open just to give their staff a needed break.
18: The child tax credit will now be mailed monthly instead of in one lump sum. It's also increased and will apply to a larger age group of children. The IRS is sending out around 36 million letters to families that are eligible. The monthly payments will begin next month. I'm Kelly Bennett
7: before your next trip into the great mississippi outdoors make sure you stop by your neighborhood gateway tire and service center where we go the distance for you no matter where the road takes you kenda has a tire designed for your journey on the road on the trail or on the racetrack you can count on kenda quality for the past 50 years kenda's been building a better tire for life's most demanding activities Actually, they overbuilt them to ensure you succeed safely in everything you do. Stop by any Gateway Tire and Service Center near you for the largest selection of Kenda tires in Mississippi. While you're there, don't forget Gateway's ASC certified mechanics are trained to diagnose and repair your car or truck with honest customer service. Gateway Tire and Service Centers offers lube oil and filter changes, engine diagnostics, belts, hoses, brakes, wheel alignment and of course tires, just like Kenda, designed for your journey. Gateway Tire and Service Centers, support Mississippi Outdoors, and of course, we go the distance for you.
4: everyone. Mississippi Outdoors Radio. Each week, of course, we feature one of the great state parks across Mississippi. This week, it's J.P. Coleman State Park. J.P. Coleman State Park is one of the most scenic areas in the state and is an excellent choice for a long weekend getaway. Perched on a rocky bluff overlooking the Tennessee River, J.P. Coleman offers the finest in all types of water sports. Visitors can sail, swim, ski, and fish for smallmouth bass in the sparkling waters of Pickwick Lake. They can also enjoy camping and exploring in the untamed wilderness along the banks of the Tennessee River. In addition to water activities, the park also has picnic areas, a seasonal swimming pool, miniature golf, and a playground. J.P. Coleman features 69 RV campsites, 23 cabins, 16 motel rooms, and three townhouses. You can make a reservation by visiting our website at www.mdwfp.com or calling one 800 467 2757 or call the park direct at 662 423 6515. The park manager is Gary Ray. You can purchase an annual state park permit for $50 and that gives you access to all the state parks for a year. That's J.P. Coleman State Park. That's in Iuka, Mississippi. All right, so. Before we went to break, Sam, we were talking about some of the fish and other animals that are exhibited at the museum, and and glad to know that uh, you're involved in the design of of, uh, the museum exhibits. I've I've always just been fascinated with that, because I have zero skills in that arena, so much respect for people such as yourself, sir, that do, because that's really what what makes us enjoy these museums mm-hmm. and uh, folks that have that that skill to kinda know how to how to exhibit and create exhibits and and make them look like something that just uh, we enjoy uh, looking at and sometimes participating in so yeah. tell us about the animals and in, in fish and so
29: forth in the museum okay well the one of our stars is of course the two-headed snake which we have had now since we opened um, 20, 21 years ago. That two-headed snake is still going strong and uh, pretty amazing. Wait a minute now. two twenty-one 21 years old? Yes, wow. sir. And he's a rat snake. Two-headed, 21-year-old snake. Yeah. I don't think he would live that long in the wild. I, I, I really something think something might get that's, to him. That's a pretty old snake. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, and, of course, we have uh, live alligators from little babies to... Teenage size, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and uh, every kind of turtle you can think of, including endangered turtles, uh, from tiny mud turtles up to big uh, alligator snapping turtles. Fish galore, saltwater fish, freshwater fish. So, a pretty good um, collection of live animals.
4: Well, um, all right, so.
29: What, uh, what are the times in admission? You may have said that already, but can you repeat no. that? Sure. Uh, we're open Monday through Fridays from 8 a.m. until 5 p.m. Yep, And then Saturdays, uh, we open at 9 and close at 5. And on Sundays, we open at 1 and close at 5. So the, the closing times are always at 5, but openings are either 8 or 9 or 1. So
4: besides the the permanent, static exhibits, you're always getting uh,
29: sort of temporary exhibits like this weather exhibit right. that we talked about, so that's always rolling through. Always. We do two exhibits, two traveling exhibits a year. Uh, the one we're in now, uh, Wild Weather, is roughly a six-month exhibit, and then in the spring we'll get one. That'll probably open in late January and run until early May. It'll be a little bit smaller. I believe it's called Game Changers, and it's this next one's going to be about the science uh, that goes into designing computer games. Yeah. So we really try to keep science at the forefront of our exhibits, even if they are traveling
4: exhibits. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's science, mm-hmm. absolutely. So I uh, wanted to share with you guys that one of our listeners texted in a photo of an alligator. Said it was uh, came out of, out of the cornfield. <coughs> excuse me, on Highway 49 at the old Sunnyside School. Not sure where that is exactly. This is uh, from the 662 area, so a little further north. Said it was hit by a vehicle and killed. Eight foot long, 500 pounds. They saw. The game folks were loading it up when he passed by. They expect more to be moving around. Yeah, and you um, you can expect that with the, the flooding that just
28: took place last week, and we're still feeling some of those effects. We uh, we had to close uh, Wolf Lake last Friday due to the high water levels there, and uh, I know that it was going to jump another like three or, three foot or so yeah. between Friday and Monday where all that rainwater is is Traveling south, going out toward the river, and so those gators and snakes, like you you saw, yeah, you know they can get displaced when that water goes up so high, and then it recedes, and they may just be hanging out. I got you, and uh, maybe making their way back, crossing highways, and um, so yeah, that's absolutely a common occurrence when that flood water gets out, because those critters will follow it out, and then once it recedes, you may have something hanging out in a spot that is not no normal for them to be there.
4: Well, I talked about it when we opened the uh the show up today. I I traveled to Greenville to do the show a remote oh, up wow. there and going through the the fields as you can imagine with the the beans, the cotton, the corn. Yeah. It's unbelievable, the water uh yeah. in in some of the lower areas of the fields. I mean, the crops are totally underwater.
28: Yeah. And it's um not Going to be a good thing when the water recedes, yeah, or gets out off of those crops, and so, um, you know, it seems like we're dealing with some type of flood event here in the last five years every spring, yeah, whether it be the backwater, and then you got this, which is still a flood event, and the circumstances and consequences are the same, so that's that's a tough deal there.
4: Had a uh, listener, this is Jason, that sent a photo in. Just so we'll know what it looks like. You can see it there, Chris. It looks like a, uh, oh, yeah. a cotton mouth with his mouth wide open, she as knows. we were talking about mm-hmm. earlier.
28: That's a healthy one.
4: Uh, <laughs> also said, uh, J.P. Coleman State Park is crazy. The best parts of it are nowhere near the front gate. That
23: uh, From
4: our listener there, Jason. So it's a pretty big park.
23: Yeah, it's I'm not sure what the total acreage would be. but It's a big park. It's probably true there. about a lot of things. The best is... You're right, the further hidden, you get. yeah. yeah. Um,
4: he said, uh, also, whenever you feature the Tishomingo State Park, make sure to tell folks about the swinging Bridge. Uh, it's That's actually the least interesting thing mm-hmm. about that park, uh, says Jason. Appreciate that. Um, let's see. He, this Another listener says he didn't make the, the draw for the gator hunt. Got to do it again next year. He was, he was disappointed, but we certainly understand that. Uh, Sammy Santucci from Greenville has a question. Maybe one of you folks can answer. It is: Is it safe to eat fish from Lake Ferguson? At one time, the city was pumping raw sewage into the Mississippi River. Don't know if they're still doing that. You know anything about that, Chris?
28: No, I don't. I, we don't have anything going on currently, or any any type of notices that would prohibit or advise people not to consume anything okay. from Ferguson. So okay. uh,
4: there you go. Eat up. All right. Uh, here's uh, on the ceasefire text line from. The six six two area says I saw a mountain lion drinking water on a deadfall tree. This was this past Sunday morning while camping at Davis Lake, in Hookah? Houka. Hoka. H o u l k a. Is that right, Mississippi? Ninety nine percent certain it was a mountain lion. It was only one hundred yards when I came upon it, and my boat I was tro- I was trolling quietly. Maybe maybe a panther.
23: Could be. You Maybe know, a panther? Not, you know we, we have not had a documented sighting of uh, mountain lions in Mississippi in almost a hundred years, but... Uh, uh, they look you know, like a panther, huh? Well, it used to be, you know, 20 years ago, it was, you, you know, you almost dismiss these sort of things totally, you know... Yeah, you don't ever hand. know when but somebody they're, drops they're, something the, off. But the, the, uh, the populations uh, out west have actually been expanding eastward, and some of our neighbors... Um, have had credible sightings in the last few years, some of our neighboring okay. states, so it's be, not completely out Let me out be common Joe here. Yeah, it's not totally out of the realm okay. of possibility anymore. They don't need a mountain to live in? Well, I guess they're a little bit... Because there's misnomer. not a mountain down there on the, well, the, the island in the Gulf. cougar, all kinds That's of why same. I think it's a panther. Panther.
4: Yeah. Also, why we're talking about snakes although i know we didn't we didn't come in today to do that but i just had to share my personal experience and encounter an
23: impression on you gerard we can tell that
4: (laughs) i promise when
23: i open that door this weekend after that very
4: very cautiously and checking around i mean because you never know this on the c spire text line always getting on to my grandkids out in the bushes picking berries hey hey that's a good idea yeah i mean you got to tell them what lives i mean it's not
28: It's cool to let your kids go explore and your grandkids and all that, but it's not as cool
4: to be crawling around through the bushes. All right, we shall return with the final segment of Mississippi Outdoors Radio after this break.
6: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a slight chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 93. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 72. Tuesday, sunny skies, high near 93. Tuesday evening, mostly clear, low around 69. Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 91. And for your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 90 degrees.
16: New
19: Care MD is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. For health care the way it should be, visit NewCareMD.com. That's NewCareMD.com.
7: For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. and heavy equipment glass, Venable Glass. They'll come out, and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass open Monday through Friday, eight to five, and on Saturday, eight to noon. Hey, there's two locations too in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at www.venableglass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services 601-605-44. 43.
25: Realtors and homeowners, listen up. When it's time to buy, sell, or most importantly, move, that's when you call Two Men in a Truck. Let us take the worry out of moving so you can focus on what's important. Visit twomeninatruck.com.
2: Hi, I'm John Albritton. If your diamond seems smaller today than yesterday, trade it for a larger stone at Albritton's. Our certified gemologist will give you a generous, no obligation appraisal of your diamond which can be applied to your new selection. Whether you choose to remount your existing stone or simply trade it, you'll get the most diamond value at All Britons.
0: Quality and value go hand in hand
1: at All Britons, All Britain's Jewelers. Welcome to Mike Drop, the show where Mississippi Farm Bureau President Mike McCormick
22: drops some helpful knowledge.
6: Thanks. I want to talk about what Mississippi Farm Bureau
23: Federation is. We serve as the largest general farm organization in Mississippi with more than
27: 170,000 member families. We're here to solve problems for our Mississippi farmers
22: so they can have a better life and make a better living. Visit your Farm Bureau friends and neighbors at your county office or sign up online today at msfb.org. You can bet the farm.
4: We are back with Mississippi Outdoors Radio. We got the panel from the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks in the studio. All right, Adam, Adam Butler, uh, tell us what's going on with Mississippi Outdoors TV this
23: week. This week on the Mississippi Outdoors television, we're going to have a youth dove hunt at Muscadine Farms Wildlife Management Area. And I I tell you, you know, we're, we're blessed to have some really great public land dove hunting opportunities in Mississippi and Muscadine Farms is like the tops. I mean it's mm. it is as good a dove hunt as you will find anywhere and uh, so we're spotlighting that uh, with with some youth action there and then the second part of the show will be a uh, red snapper fishing trip down on the coast with Spot on Charter. So Mississippi Outdoors TV Thursday night 7.30 on Mississippi Public Broadcasting and then again Saturdays at 5.30 and, uh, of course, we've got all that stuff on the social media and web page and that kind of a thing.
4: Yeah, so, so the the whole muscadine phenomenon, that, that hasn't been around, what, 40, 50 years maybe where it's gotten so – become an industry somewhat. In the, the grapes, you mean? Yeah.
23: I really don't know. You know, I, um, I, I couldn't tell you. I, it'd be interesting to know. I've just always assumed people have always – you know, taking you know, muscadine grapes from the wild and you eat them, pop them in your mouth, whatever. That yeah. I don't know. It
4: just seems like since I was a kid, it's just gaining popularity and gotten some strength uh, in the state. And, uh, of course, making wines out making of muscadine, wine. as they say.
28: It may have picked up with, the, you know, like YouTubers and all that Could kind be. of stuff where people Good are point. trying to get get back, back to, to more organic ways of living, and, and they need to know how. And yep. that's how they... Get taught how that uh, to do that, but yeah, that's it's uh, interesting.
4: Here's a question from Rusty from Greenville concerning the uh, story from another listener about the mountain lion. It says I always thought mountain lion, cougar, panther, puma were all different names for the same animals. Pretty right? much,
23: yeah. I mean, there's okay. uh, subtle differences uh, as far as like the subspecies that they would be, but you know, the Florida panther down there in Florida and the mountain lion you might would see in New Mexico, basically the same thing. Indigenous to Mississippi? Would have been, historically, yeah. They would have historically been here, but they were pretty much wiped out by the early settlers, and so we've not really, like I said earlier, we've not had a a documented, bona fide sighting of one. I want to say since the 1930s, but I could be wrong on that. What, is that, what does that entail briefly? Like, what, what does either it mean to document? A, yeah, either having a specimen, you know, a the, d- a dead, the dead animal itself, yeah. or a track or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, but, like I said, just, you know, not that long ago, you just sort of dim- dismiss a lot of that out of hand. But yeah, uh, some of those so Western much, no. populations are actually moving eastward. And so there's been, you know, verified sightings in um, Tennessee, I think Tennessee, Missouri and maybe Arkansas and Louisiana in the last say 5 years so not at all crazy that it that it yeah. could happen. What about bobcats? We got plenty of bobcats. That's sure. what I thought.
4: Yeah. In Louisiana, I know that's do we hunt them in Mississippi?
23: Uh there is a season and you know you can take them during certain times They're not okay. you know. Yeah. They're they're trapping fair right. also. Okay. People trap them still a okay. right.
4: Gotcha. Well, I was just sharing with you guys uh, that, that I'll share with the audience as well. My uncle, Uncle Emmett Furman, that would be my my mother's brother. My mother's been deceased for a long time. But uh, he wrestled with and ultimately took out a snapping turtle in the water. Now, his story was what? the turtle, was he was in a little p uh fishing, was, was getting hostile. I don't know if that's the case or not, but he hopped in the water and took it out. And so there is a display of this gigantic turtle. It's 135 pounds. That's probably
23: enough to knock over a P-Row.
4: That's what I was thinking. (laughs) And he jumped in the water and took it out. But nonetheless, it is on display at a little sort of general store slash restaurant in La Beau, Louisiana. And ain't nothing there but a train station in that little... That little restaurant called Stellie's, and if you go look it up on the internet, I just did. their photos of that turtle, and the newspaper article with my uncle standing next to it. Wow, it's big. You see how big, big that, one. that head is? As big as a human head, a or bigger? A different age. 100, 130 years old.
23: Man. Way down there in Louisiana. Way down yeah, there. Yeah,
4: that's down in the bayou. So my my, my had family is from Palmetta. You don't know where that is. Palmetta. Yeah. Melville, you know where Is
23: that that's probably down there where they put they put the potato salad in the gumbo, not the rice. <laughs> you know, you're sure enough way down there in Cajun Country when you put potato salad in the gumbo rather than the rice. Yeah, it's pretty much rice at every meal down there. Yeah, you go Just far out down. You, you I'm telling you, I'm, I'm not it's making south. this up. It's Potato salad
4: in the gumbo. Beautiful bayous and yeah. great outdoor hunting area mm-hmm. all over the place. But you, you go through Baton Rouge and you go to what's called Crot Springs, Louisiana, also known as the Little Capital.
23: I know where you're talking about.
4: And you take a right and drive about 25 miles in that direction, and you come upon Melville and Palmetto, and that's
23: where my family's from. You're going to run out of road much further south than You that.
4: got that right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a wrap here on Mississippi Outdoors Radio. Rhino and I will be in the studio bringing you the JT Show again tomorrow. Stay safe. God bless everyone.